The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Uh, Herp and Ho, it's uh, Wednesday, the uh, 16th of November, uh, podcast number 498. And it's only me, it's only the Kimmer Hossicle on the Kimmer Show podcast with Pete Davis, sidekick, producer, and sports rack. Oh, Kitty came back, sports rack on tour extraordinaire. Kitty's been uh, much more friendly, fooling around. Oh, he wants to go in the closet. He's meowing to go in the closet. Oh, he wants to, what, have you got a cat oh, box in there or something? There's a shit in there. Uh, <laughs> you like so playing in there? in there? Oh, your shoes. <laughs> Cats love shoes. Oh, I, like, yeah. I told you, a cat used to lift up the inner sole of my shoe. Shoe and put a mm-hmm. bobby pin under there. That's a damn like thing. Barfing shoes. Because that's back when women had bobby pins laying around. Have yeah, you ever right. seen a bobby pin? Do you even know what that is? Yeah. Flounder, do you know what a bobby pin yes. is? Okay, thank Anyway, uh, just checking. Uh, this is this is the kind of excitement you just don't get anywhere else on a podcast. I'm sorry. Can we start the show now? Do you know what a bobby pin? <laughs> well, anything could happen. Is he yelling at you? Now he's laying down. Oh, anyway. Well, just, now the thing is, is I have plants in there. He's curious about because the uh, weather's cold, so I put my plants in there but those plants are poisonous to him oh that's yeah. not good because there's a lot of yeah. plants that well, cats can't close door he wants in yeah and then the closet has all kinds of shoes and cords so he has a field day so i'll let him in there sometimes when i'm doing Ooh, stuff in here but making getting you back by clawing up your couch anyway <laughs> <laughs> i'll show him by the way i have a couple of videos of the cat on our uh, jackets and stuff that i'll put on facebook after we get done with the podcast which is pretty cool uh no, oh, oh, <laughs> anyway uh oh we got this Okay, um, I got a billion things. Obviously, the Trump, uh, what's that? <laughs> the Trump speech from last night, the comments. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about um, not only the announcement and the reaction, but uh, President Stupid Overseas, again, just embarrassing himself and us. Secret uh, agents working for the FBI on January 6th have now more than uh, whistleblowers are coming out. Uh, some sad news about a, uh, a major uh, 60s and 70s star, uh, which is unfortunate and scary. And, uh, you know, we got to think, man, well, what I do. Also, uh, Jimmy Fallon, R.I.P. Well, we'll get to that here. Oh, cat. Can you hear the cat? Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's gone. He's out. Um, also, I got a whole bunch of stories on, on gay gender school things, which is just really frightening. Uh, a million other couple things, and we'll get all to the business. Again, uh, if you go to thekimmershow.net, that links us to uh, Extra 106.3, the radio station FM that we uh, do uh, stuff with. Also, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, we're, we're getting a lot of people on Venmo. We have a Venmo uh, clink uh, right there. Also, don't forget PayPal. Uh, PayPal still works or patreon.com slash camera show if you want to help donate to the program, which we're very grateful. And uh, the post office box listed up there, too. Again, thank you so much. Um, it really does help, by the way. Uh, a few things that have uh, before we get to the actual program. Oh, did you see what uh, Eric did at Farmhouse Printing Code? Did you see these thank you notes? In fact, I brought in a pack for you guys to, in case you want some because it may happen you want to say thank you to somebody who did something for the podcast. Self-return uh, uh, address envelopes <laughs> and these beautiful um, thank you notes with your plane inside, which I asked him to be plain so I can write little notes uh, with our logo and the flag and stuff. So That's you guys beautiful. Just play. Isn't that beautiful? I mean, they're really gorgeous. And I sent out the first uh, three last night that I wrote up. So anyway, if you want to take a few of those in, uh, between the two of you. Um, also, while I'm thinking of it, uh, before we start the actual uh, program, uh, 
Oh, there you are. You know, the, I, I put a, a Facebook video on there. Again, you guys don't really, You're two steps ahead of us, I, always. I, I'm way ahead of you. Um, I have your uh, latest Sports Illustrated, which I'm ti- I know I'm, I'm just tired of it. It's so, they, they've gone all glossy, so it's kind of hard to fold them. Anyway, whatever. Really but true. there's a great article in here on Bo Jackson, when Bo chose baseball. And I, don't, I didn't remember the whole story about what happened when, when he was at Auburn, and all of a sudden he got in big trouble and and uh, the story of what happened and how he had to choose in Culver House in Tampa Bay. He said it was a sewer down there. You, you didn't want to play for him. For, he's going to be the number one pick. I mean, it's a really interesting story on Bo Jackson. And uh, that's the Sports Illustrated for you. Uh, let's see. Also, I uh, gave you the sport. We'll talk uh, more sports sections here in a second about stuff. Holy crap, of sports uh, later on, I'm guessing? Yes, later on. Too. All right, sir. Uh, best podcast and sportscast. Uh, let's see. A couple things. They had another uh, moonshot uh, today. And I saw I do I you know I'm not really um, enthralled with the space program anymore just because it's you know the nature of the beast the, you know since we've had several but um, I did watch the video of the blast off this morning and I get a kick I mean the size of these freaking rockets yeah. and the power the thrust holy smokes you want to be impressed go to Huntsville and stand next to one of those yeah. Saturn that are laying on its it's laying on its side, and you stand next to it. It's like so I, I, when I was my final wife, uh, we took the barman over there, my uh, my official son, uh, to go to space camp, and so and I and we I mean it's just remarkable, really incredible. Uh, but again, the video and now with all with the modern technology, you can finally see the liftoff from several angles, and it's really it's pretty cool. And again, this is unmanned, although they have some uh, uh, space versions of test crash dummies in a new capsule, and they're testing to see how they survive in some kind of new teardrop capsule or some gumdrop shaped capsule. Remember the... So, uh, but it's no, There's no people on it, but they're testing the, the circumstances to go back to the moon. Remember yes. the ride at uh, Huntsville where you just went in circles really fast? So you Centri- could, the c- centrifuge? That's uh, how you know uh, our parents didn't care about us. There was like no seatbelt in there. Literally, you just were up against the wall. Well, and six six Flags yeah. used to have that. The vomit rocket or yeah. something. That, you know. well, yeah. so we, would go there, we would go there on field trips. They would, we'd do a field trip to Huntsville and, and they put stay, you in the centrifuge and stay thing? the night. And, but yeah, we get to go in there. Well, the, the one I'm talking about is where you stand up and you just, you're going in circles like 30 to 40 miles an hour. Yeah. yeah. Like Six Flags. In fact, there's a great. Uh, uh, oh, there's a famous one. There's a video of a woman who didn't have, un- why well, you should always wear underwear. Her <laughs> pants start centrifugally fugating down to her ankles and her boyfriend's trying to put his leg over her to cover her and it ain't working. That's embarrassing. <laughs> but God bless her. That's my motto. <laughs> Commando, baby. <laughs> uh, 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 do you go commando? <laughs> no. God, no. Uh, I, that's so, oh, it's disgusting. It is disgusting. You're picking out the seat of your pants. You've got to wash your pants and, every time oh, you God, wear God. them. Yeah, yeah, stop. Cut. No, we, we don't even want to <laughs> think about it. <laughs> oh, my God. No Taco Tuesday for that. Uh, no, 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 thank you. No. <laughs> uh, a couple of things. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, uh, I thought this was I, I was reading and going through uh, stuff on the phone and among other things there was uh, a, a, an article of some kind buzzfeed or something and an article on people giving a tip that they heard in therapy which has lasted for years something right. one tip a therapist told him that lasted the for tip. years here's the just a tip <laughs> that's what she said but uh, th- and this and i looked through a so bunch of them and here's one that actually does it did make me go wow okay are you ready let's hear it here's the tip <laughs> from a therapist born ready the human brain is not designed to keep us happy it's designed to keep us alive 
That's just now occurring to you? Well, no, but I mean, think about it. You know, it's, it's like, you you know, no, you do not have the right to never be offended. You don't have the right to always be happy. Uh, America, America is the only country on earth where the people think you, you deserve to be happy all the time, stuff like that. I mean, you know, and, and, and the fact of the matter is, that's not what we're about. We're about we're about procreation and survival. That's it. Then why do we have serotonin and endorphins? To make us feel, so we'll feel better, so that we'll be happy and we'll procreate and have uh, sex with girls because we like them and everybody's happy and having sex and stuff. I mean, I mean it all, it's all fit into one thing and that's staying alive if you're happy that's great but how many how, are you happy well, would you describe yourself as Cameron, a happy individual i live by this <laughs> if you're happy and you know it clap your clap hands, your hands. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i live by <laughs> and one time, well, when i was retired out of florida where i got jack all the little girls at the stable there was a famous song and it's something like if you've ever been in love let, clap your hands or something like that and i have used to the uh, but uh, but again my thing about the, the human brain is not designed to make us happy where that's not the whole purpose <laughs> of it is to keep you alive. All right, sorry. David says, my whole office is ringing bells. Oh, my God. We've been out for four minutes. <laughs> I thought it was interesting. Jeez. Tough crowd. So tough crowd. The Graviton. Yeah. Is that what it was called? The Gravitron? Ah. Uh, I Google it. Uh, my my other favorite was the one where they where they drop you like a rock. Oh, you're you're, you're I in a hate little tape parachute. <laughs> it, it was called the Great Gasp. Uh, is that the it? Great Gasp? Like and uh, then all of a sudden you're down. And once, you're going, was <laughs> once was all. Once was all. By Tracy the space I, waitress. I'm not riding those. I'm sorry. How are you to be a space waitress? <clears throat> Uh, what's that now? How, how can you be a space waitress? Tracy says she's space waitress. She's I, a space waitress? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Maybe she worked at the Space Needle. Uh, very possible. Or she's going to go up on a rocket ship and wait on I don't know. I mean, I, I've never You can do that. that now. I didn't know that. Uh, a couple things. Uh, uh, we, uh, we got a bunch of news, you think. Oh, um, I thought this was funny. And I know I mentioned before, if you go to Venmo. Now, is, there is a Venmo thing if you go to thekimmershow.net. Isn't that right? There's yep. a thing, and they can click it on your phone. Take a picture of it on your phone. And then just open it up and do what it says, and that's... What are you talking about? The Venmo? Venmo. Yeah, the Venmo is you open up your camera, yeah. and you put your camera up to the image, and yeah. then it'll take you and to the camera show to and donate. And just do what it says. When it opens yep. up, do what it says. Okay, anyway, and we got... And I mentioned most people, if when they're donating to us, uh, is, you know, five bucks, five bucks, ten bucks, things like that. So, some are, but again, uh, and again, <laughs> well, the good, th the good news is that, you know, if we get... You know, I wrote out, we got six things in the mail the other day, you know, which is Excellent. nice. So that's 30, 40, 50 bucks. But again, it's, you know... It's not quite a, a car note, but again, you know, this is all helpful. We believe have me. a young cat to feed. I, we, I believe me, it's very helpful. But my, what I wanted to say was, although most of them are, you know, five bucks or ten bucks or whatever, uh, um, uh, Ferdinand, uh, his last begin, name begins with H. I won't give his full name. Ferdinand wrote in and said, I'm sending you $27 on Venmo for two cheeseburgers at Five Guys. <laughs> what well, So one. we ask you for a cheeseburger a month, maybe three bucks. A cheeseburger, <laughs> large fries, and a chocolate shake is 25 bucks. <laughs> See, that's, that's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, normally what would that be at Five Guys? Like 12, 13 bucks probably? Maybe maybe less than 15, yeah. Anyway, uh, so and thank that, you. That was, that was months ago. I haven't been to Five Guys in half a year or more. I mean, I, like I said, when I go to Wendy's, I get a double cheeseburger and a fry, and it's $9. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, un, I, it's unbelievable. Well, they have the Reggie bag now. So you I mean, if you go to a, to a, to a decent kind of a restaurant grill oh type gosh. place, you know, I hate a to cheeseburger is 14 bucks. What is a steak now? I haven't gone and gotten a steak in so long. I mean, if you go to Outback, oh, it's, it's 50 like... 50 bucks. I mean, like Outback's like 25 30 
bucks for a steak. Yeah. Anyway. But if you go to like something a little more upscale, you're going well, you go to pay 40, 50 bucks. You know, Ruth's Chris okay, or Morton, ladies, just to put it this way. If you yeah. go, if a guy takes you to a nice restaurant, yeah. you've got you're putting out. You better yeah. put out. You're going to have to give it up. I'm sorry. A little something. I mean, just well, something, you know, something. Yeah, just you know, for the effort, just you know. Tip. I just want to wet <laughs> my beak. Be no cash. I just want to wet my beak. <laughs> I want you to wet my beak. <laughs> just a taste. I want a taste. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, let's just stop right there. By, well, oh, by the way, always go too far. <laughs> well, you always got to top me. me. You got to do it. Try to top me. Be very careful, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Polly Walnuts, give me a break. Uh, and uh, speaking of food, uh, Pete sent me or us or whatever a great-looking recipe. If you have, do, you have an air fryer because I sent it to him. I know I, I don't have an air fryer, but I bet you, I'll bet you oh. could make it in a fry in a, in a bake it. Yeah, sure you could. Uh, and, and it's called Pig Shots. <laughs> And it was a video. I, I guess you could probably Pig Google shots. it. Yeah, uh, it's yeah a video. I, just, I sent it to you last night, yeah. like at 3 in the morning. Uh, you, t- you cut up bacon into, into little, you know. No, no, like no. You, cu- you cut the sausage up in little circles, like, yeah, like right. quarters. Yeah, take pork sausage and cut it into little knobs. Thick. Then you take little chunks of bacon and wrap it around the sausage. You, you don't put it. a whole piece of bacon. You cut the bacon yeah, into, yeah, into no, chunks. No, well, yeah, you cut the bacon in half, the strip of bacon in yeah. half. And then you wrap it around wrap this it around like qu- uh, this thick quarter of sausage, but you leave room at the top like yeah. a bowl, like a cup, yeah, the like cup a cup on bowl. top of the sausage. And you put toothpicks in to make sure the bacon sticks in there, and then and then you take and you you mix egg, you scramble, you put egg and mix it up with uh, cheddar cheese or cheese, but whatever you want, and then you pour a little bit of that in each one of those little cups with the top yeah. over above the sausage, and bake it for I think, ten minutes in an air fryer or something. But but uh, and it looks freaking delicious. Like oh my well bacon sausage and egg how could that be bad, and it's all, and, and there's no bread to it it's just what it, that's the sandwich I mean that's the eating <laughs> and I'll bet it's freaking delicious. I also saw a chef saying how you could have perfectly poached eggs in your microwave. Basically, you get poached a bowl. You get a bowl and you crack the egg into the bowl and then you fill it up with water till it's about a half inch ahead because the egg will sink. Yeah. You'll fill the water up about a half an inch above the egg. Yeah. And you, you got to tr- test it out because all microwaves are different. Yeah. And put it in there somewhere between 35 and 50 seconds, and somewhere in there is the perfect zone, and it comes out a perfect poached egg. I'll be darned. Yeah. Well, there you are, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so, how much? Kimber's kitchen. <laughs> well, I was going to say, how much water do you have to put in there? Because if well, it's going to well, sink, in, you, you put it, you put it so in you there until it, it sinks, and then you put a little half an inch above it. And I tried it yesterday, and I got to put. I put it in for like forty-four seconds. Obviously, I need to put it in for fifty, and so I'll try it for fifty today when I get home. Mm, but it, it, it looked, it worked. Well, there you go. And you got the air fryer. I, so I was about to, to say, I, I didn't check the link because I was sleeping. But uh, <coughs> what, uh, what do you do with it in the air fryer? Oh, you put it. That's where you cook it. Well, yeah, I mean, do you put the it? Bacon. Do you literally just put the egg in there? Or do you no, have to no, cook? no, 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 not the egg. The egg's in the microwave. We're talking about the bacon, the pig shot. Oh, the bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bacon in the pig shot in air fryer. But the only thing is, if you're going to do that, there's a lot of fat in bacon. Yeah. So you get a lot of smoke and stuff like that. So you want to make sure you're near a window or something like that. I almost burnt my loft down cooking bacon. I I didn't almost put it. But I just, I had some really thick bacon in there and like it just started smoking. It started smoking big time. Huh. Uh, anyway, uh, so thank you. I'm going to have to try that at some point here. Uh, let's see, a couple things, um, a couple of newsy things. We'll talk Trump. We'll get all this stuff here, everything, and we'll cover everything. Um, 
let's see. Oh, <laughs> um, the new senator from Pennsylvania, Senator John Fetterlump, the monster. Uh, he was in the hallway, and reporters started shouting questions. Um, uh, Senator Fetterman, are you going to be able to wear your hoodie in the Senate? And, of course, he ignores them because he can't process information. Lurch. As, yeah. And so uh, one of the reporters said to the staff agent, he says, hey, he's ignoring us. He's not, you know, he, he won't even answer. Our, he won't even give us a da 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 And she said, okay, two things. And they actually made a statement. The, the, his aide, Fetterman's aide, made a comment, two things. First of all, you're going to have to change the way you uh, try to get information from this senator, you can no longer just yell questions at him. They have to be written down. He's going to have to be able to study the questions. And <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you <laughs> And so the critics are saying, this is so his wife, who, by the way, is a bisexual Brazilian, I believe, uh, or somewhere down in South or Central, in South America. Same thing. Same, uh, same thing. Uh, and she's a famous bisexual uh, uh, foreign uh, American citizen. I guess she's an American citizen. And she has been, you know, edging him out in photographs together while she'll be standing kind of in front of him. Uh, clearly, she's going to be answering his questions. She's there to take... She's the senator. Yes. They elected her and, her, and everybody knew it. And they did it anyway. So we have a new bisexual Brazilian <coughs> uh, for... That's uh, two bisexual that's, yeah, senators. That's, that's right. Cinema of uh, Arizona. Cinema. Yeah, cinema. cinema. Uh, I thought that was... And people are saying, well, this is just for Freaking obvious as hell that it was his wife all along. Do you see the pose? She basically has him halfway out of the photo, and it's her standing at the door in some kind of model pose, like she's on first day. Here's Mrs. Senator, door number two. You know, that's unbelievable. I mean, it's 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 so freaking obvious. Fucked is what we are. And speaking of uh, being screwed, uh, uh, Senator uh, Raphael Weifnacker is now being uh, 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 his ex-wife is demanding that he testify under oath (laughs) about being a deadbeat dad. (laughs) Not that he's a slumlord. I I don't know if she's going to question him about being an official slumlord, but he's a deadbeat dad. Apparently, again, apparently when the process server showed up with a subpoena to get him to pay child support, he bolted out the back door. (laughs) That's why his commercial of him running and working out of the, uh, the track and stuff it, because he was able to s- escape the uh, process server to pay his child support. Uh, anyway, she wants him under oath testifying about what a deadbeat daddy is. But, but, did you see the video of someone chasing him out of someplace yesterday saying, what are you going to do about the mold and corpses at Columbia Towers <laughs> or something like that? And he just ran to the sure, car. of course. Absolutely. He's not, he doesn't run an answer So for he's that. a slumlord for, for yeah. at least two properties. Yeah, and a deadbeat dad, yeah. Uh, there you are. And a guy who uh, ran over his wife with a car. I don't know whether he tried to kill Allegedly. her. Allegedly. Well, I mean, you know, he knocked into her. Let's say that. I mean, we know that he hit her. She with said it, so. he did. Well, there you are. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. So there, there's a couple of things we need to take care of. Um, well, a, a, a personal thing, if you don't mind. Uh, the other day, this is, as we speak, it's Wednesday on, was it Monday, uh, where the really bad weather hit and then into Tuesday, cold and rainy was just horrible. And I really felt, for some reason, I really fe- I felt depressed. I felt upset and sort of angry. I couldn't, it was like I couldn't get anything done. I was so, I couldn't do anything I wanted to do or so, I, don't, I don't know what's going on. I, uh, I really, really, really felt it. I felt, felt why? I, I felt, I felt, uh, I don't know whether it was, 
uh, I don't know. I just, I don't, maybe the change in seasons. Plus also, uh, here, you know, uh, here we go already into Christmas, uh, Stressmas. Uh, Christmas and otherwise known as Stressmas. And it, for some reason, the, the cold weather and the, and the rain, uh, and I, I also went to the stable, uh, and the problem was when all the horses are in, it's for, it's crowded and active, and all the ladies want to get their horses saddled up and work in the, in the inside ring and stuff, and I'm kind of in the way, and nobody, it was just, uh, the whole day was, I hated my, hated my whole freaking day. I tried to take a nap, I couldn't go to sleep, I mean, it's just, it was brutal. I tried to get things done, I couldn't do, get anything accomplished. Do you want a cookie? No, no, no. So what, what I'm going to do today, I've already made up my mind, I'm going to do two things because it's cold and it's just windy and it's just not a happy day you can't really go like hit balls or something. It's sun, but it's a beautiful day today but today i'm going to i'm going to clean i've already started i'm going to clean stuff and i'm also going to start sorting away i'm going to start putting things away i've got a box like a big box like this of t-shirts that I've had for probably 30 years. Well, well for what? Has the, has the estrogen kicked in or something? <laughs> I, don't know. I, just, I know I, I need to, you know, I need to I like I this. Need, I, I like to this. Unclutter. I, I, Does that make sense? I completely agree. As you know, my place, I'm very organized. You're very, very. Uh, uh, so here's that, what you that's need. That's one word. <laughs> OCD is another word, possibly. OCD. <laughs> uh, but I, but I, I, really, I need to uh, get you're, organized. You're, you're the Felix Unger of this show. <laughs> yeah. The, Who, by, which, by the way, it was yesterday, the day before, was Felix Unger Day. The day that his wife oh, kicked him out. Kick <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, so when you when you start your project, yeah, one thing you need to do, yeah, and again, well, we're all I'll help you get this set Put up. An apron on. Get your find, build yourself a little workstation. I've got a little place in the near where my typewriter is and my. Do all that, and yeah. then once you're organized, I'll bring the laptop over and we'll get that set up. Right, the other pro problem is I don't know about my stupid. I don't know what my. Mike was telling me that the. Uh, my code the for the code the thing or whatever should be on Wi the box. Oh, okay. Well, I've, I've got. You the, said I've, you took pictures, so yeah, take pictures again that. and send them to me. I got it. And then I'll give them like, to you right now. And then, like you said, we should just go through your passwords and we'll see yeah. if one of them signs up. Okay. Well, that's the other thing is the password. I'm not sure what I might, but it wouldn't have been uh, like a 25-digit thing they gave me. It would be something I picked, right? Yeah, I believe so. Okay, yes. Then I've got all. Okay. So we figured it out. All right. I'm sorry. 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 Okay. Uh, a TV thing. A TV thing. Uh, I am so upset about this. Uh, last time we talked, I was giving, since you guys are not watching Yellowstone, and I, and I did watch the first episode, which was actually a two-hour, two-episode episode, and I and I'd mentioned before, I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched about the first hour, and then I kind of tuned Don't, out. Now, people are, right. listeners uh, are, haven't watched it yet, so be careful. Uh, okay. Um, okay, well, th th this is... Um, Let's see. I'm going. I'm going to describe an event in the in the opening Yellowstone, which is this past Sunday, and it's now as we speak, it's Wednesday. So I can't feel too bad if when you listen to this podcast, which might even be Thursday or Friday, if you haven't watched it yet, then it, you know I'll do my best. But but if you don't want to hear anything about it, uh, uh, give me 20 seconds and then tune back in to talk about Yellowstone. Okay, 20 seconds and, and start right now. I'm timing you. As it turns out, uh, the young kid who's there uh, is told to saddle up John Dutton's horse because they're going to get him riding and go out with the guys and do things with the cows and whatever. So he does that. He does a good job. And then as he's driving uh, riding John, uh, the boss's horse uh, back toward where they're going, the horse steps in a hole. Oh and breaks his leg oh. and is he's flying, he's screaming and Rit uh, shoots him. Oh. Oh. Now, my problem is it didn't have anything to do with the plot. 
Why did they put that seat? I mean, that's just, yes, even you're not, you're not a horse guy, but you're going, like oh that. my God. I don't like that. Would it ha- I've seen a couple episodes because it's on weekend reruns all the time, but would it have anything to do with them being ranchers and stuff like that in well, everyday but, life? I, I, but, but again, they didn't need that. They, they could If they wanted to make a point about people being in the Wild West and, and, and being ranchers and cattlemen, they didn't have to show a horse broken leg and rip bone with his gun at his eyeball and putting a bullet in it. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And they didn't show the head splattering, but they showed, you know, bang. And I'm thinking, my God, you know how many horse people are watching that show because they love horses, because they're Western people and they wish they were cowboys? Everybody, everybody who watches that show, you know, is probably loves horses and loves the Western cattle wrestling and saddling up a bronc and stuff like that. And everybody, I assume, was as offended as I was about the whole thing because there was no need for it. Okay. It didn't add anything to the plot. Okay, anyway, so screw Yellowstone, you're out. Uh, I hate uh, you. It was it, it was almost, remember the movie, did you see the movie War Horse by Steven Spielberg? No, and I won't. I hated that movie. I will not watch that. No. And it had a good ending, th- theoretically, but I, I was so angry during the whole yeah, thing, we won the I couldn't war. watch it. We won the war. Well, and, and, and the, you know, and the, anyway, I, I couldn't, I, I was so upset by that. And so, screw Yellowstone, I hate you. You want to feel better? Copper Kettle has something for you. Well, oh, really? It says, Kimmer, you should set your password yeah. as incorrect. So when you put it in there wrong, <laughs> so they will say your password is incorrect. <laughs> I know. That's what I've been telling you. <laughs> or if somebody tries to steal it, uh, it's incorrect. Ah, oh, crap, it's incorrect. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, uh, well, thank you, Copper Kettle. We've heard That's from Copper Kettle before. Do we know that name? Yeah. Um, okay, should we do some newsy stuff? Uh, Donald Trump, did you watch his announcement? Yeah, we're uh, we're thirty minutes in. We well, can start again, the show a, now. We're yeah. not a newscast, so we can't we can't start doing news <laughs> things because they're already out of date. Uh, hell, uh, and now they're saying uh, in uh, near Los Angeles this morning, um, t- uh, twenty-two. Police recruits were out jogging, doing their exercise on the streets in Los Angeles, and got hit by a car. Twenty-two of them in the hospital. Damn, man! At six o'clock in the morning, and they were wearing green tape, the reflex tape. But whether the car, we now again, we're not a newscast, so I don't know what anything about specifics. Whether the guy lost control, was drunk, mechanical failure with the car, they were in the road, and nobody saw. I, I don't know. But anyway, like twenty-two as we speak, it might have even been more. At the police academy? But, yeah, right. no, it wasn't the academy. It was a training oh. academy. It says a wrong way driver. Wow. Wrong way driver. Yeah, Jesus. so that plowed into a group of law enforcement recruits while they were jogging in South. Witter to uh, Wednesday Whittier, morning. Whittier, California, Nixon's hometown. Yeah. yeah. So he was going the wrong way. Wow. Uh, anyways, uh, so things, you know, again, that's just uh, one of the horrible things that happened. Um, uh, Donald Trump, did you watch his announcement or his speech last night? How about yeah. you, Flounder? Did you watch it? Oh, you probably sleeping. I was sound asleep, yeah. but I... Well, I, I watched it on Newsmax on my phone, um, and... Uh, I was kind of disappointed. I was kind of disappointed. I was not enthralled. I was not enthused. Maybe because I've seen several of his rallies over the last couple of months, uh, and his rallies were much more exciting than last night. Last night, and, and in fact, the the one thing I I think we've all been thinking, and the one thing I've been thinking from the very beginning was, if he's going to do this again, he cannot talk about 2020. He's got to talk about the future, uh, what his policies are compared to what we're going through now, and, and the differences and to show where he's a better leader with better ideas and policies than what we're going through. I mean, simple as that. But if he's going to go back and keep talking about he got screwed and they lied and cheated and so forth, you know, here we go again. And we're all, I think we all probably agree with that. That would be a bad idea. So he's, he's doing everything right. He seemed, he's, uh, he's fairly subdued. He wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a really raw, raw, raw rally. It, it wasn't he didn't the, go off script. 
Well, he uh, well here's what here's what here's one thing that did get me. He couldn't help himself, and this is what makes me nervous about Donald Trump running for president again. He couldn't help himself. You know, he was trying very hard not to mention 2020 until he got to the point. I even wrote it down. Uh, he was he, he he went off script and he was ad libbing something about uh, President Stupid, uh, President Showers with daughter, and then he said, "Well, you know, you know, you know what happened in 2020." <laughs> just saying, just saying, and then back on the script. So even then, he knew, and he knew as soon as he's talked about 2020, he said, just saying, just saying, as though it's okay, because he just said, just saying. But still, he couldn't help making a, sh- a, a comment about 2020, which I think is a very bad mistake. You can't ignore it, though. You can't ignore it. He, well, well, the th- and a lot of the pundits were saying, look, he was trying to be serious last night. showing He, he was. Showing. And when he does something like that, when he doesn't rant and rave like he does the things, they say, oh, look, how tired he is. He's, well, they I talk about how old he is. Are you yeah, kidding me? Yeah, I never thought. I, 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 that's not. That's but when just he yells be, and screams and goes yeah. into it like his rallies, they say, "Look, he's crazy. Yeah, no, he can't I, win." I, I, I never got that feeling. He was very serious. He, he was uh, he was straightforward, serious, uh, subdued. Uh, he 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 did all the right things. He compared you know what's going on now with what we, where we need to be. Uh, it was really a pretty good speech. Yeah, he said he's pretty much banking on the next two years of Biden's failing economy. Right. Right, and he and uh, and he did right. You know, Nancy Pelosi is fired, and we'll make sure Joe Biden gets and doesn't get another four year. I mean, it was all it was all properly done, but it still made me nervous. And the other thing, what I, I got away feeling, what I got uh, when it was over, I thought, well, here we go. And that's not the way I should be feeling about a guy announcing for president, you know. And then I got to thinking, why? I still don't know why he did it now. It's two years. I mean, he's doing this to keep the other guys buried. Well, he, he's doing it for two reasons, I think. One, to keep everybody else shut up. So, because all of a sudden Trump's in it. Well, what am I going to do now? Or you wait to see what happens. He wants to Santis. He wants to. Because yeah. DeSantis is up here. Right. Now, well, DeSantis is, is the face of the Republican Party, it's whether he likes it or not. Yeah. Uh, but the other reason is, uh, I think, is because he's still under investigation. And if they actually indict him now that he's announced he's going to run for president again, he can say, here we go. I want to be president. They're in. Dying me, you know what I mean? I mean, so it's a perfect opportunity, which I think is the only reason I can see why he announced before the indictments were down or official or possible for that reason. But other, other than that, and, and then I'm thinking to myself, well, what about DeSantis? What's he supposed to do? DeSantis can't do anything. He just got elected governor. Well, so he can't say anything other than, well, no. you know, I mean, he's, if I'm he's him, just got elected. I, I keep quiet. <laughs> he's got to shut up. And I let Trump either take it or implode. Yeah, well, he, uh, DeSantis, he's got two years to sit there and just watch yeah, it. Right. Well, DeSantis was asked about it yeah, at, and he at said, the governor's look at meeting. the scoreboard. Yeah, and he, well, he, he actually made a great comment. He started laughing when a girl reporter said, well, can you tell us how when he called you the uh, Governor De Sanctimonious, and DeSantis started laughing at me. He was chuckling up, and he said, "Well, you know, uh, uh, the good thing about this uh, country is that when you're running for office, you're going to get creamed." He said, "I've been criticized more in the last four years than anybody in the history of the world, so I'm used to this. It's no big deal." Which I think is a perfect answer. And then he said, "He said, and then by the way, uh, let's just check the scoreboard uh, and find out how Florida did in the election the other day." So it, it was perfect. I mean, you know, he 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 sloughed it off. He laughed. He was happy, and he said, "Yeah, just look at the board, and everything will be fine." That's the only thing he he can't say anything about presidency he just got elected if trump runs again which he is and loses that's it he, he's so, finished which yeah. means there's a power vacuum which means everyone will look at desantis who will have two more years as governor of florida and then he will have two years to run for president well the problem with that is if we i mean if we lose if we if oh God, 
if if Trump is the not you talking about if Trump is the nominee, yeah. if Trump is the nominee, I'm afraid that it might also affect the Senate races. And in two years, a lot of the states where the Senate again every every two years a third of the Senate's up for re-election. Um, that's why it's staggered like that. So the the senators that are up for re-election, those states should be Republican states. And if they, if if Trump goes down in flames and they also go down in flames, they're going to put in that national election law and stuff like that. And the Republicans will never win another race. Well, if the economy is as bad as we think it's going to be in two years, well, especially anyway, if this some bitch gets us in a war I in know, Europe. I know. I mean, uh, it, who would vote for Democrat at that yeah. point? When you see your sons being sent off to war, yeah. that changes yeah, people's yeah. minds. It, that, then abortion hopefully will go on the back burner. Yeah, that's, that's another thing. That's By the time thing. two years comes down, the, the, this abortion fever will yeah. hopefully have broken. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I, again, I'm just. Uh, well, I mean, the other I'm, thing too is he's completely going against everything the GOP wants. So well, he's already the GOP. But he's already breaking. Well, if there's one thing we need right now is unity. Yeah, well, well, they ain't gonna get it with the GOP. They yeah. will. They will fight each other to the end. That's what they do. Yeah. And so, McConnell has to go. And McCarthy's got to go. And they're they're gonna reelect both of them. And they're gonna put them back in. It's nothing's gonna change. The GOP is a busted, broken organization right now. It's one big uniparty, the yeah. DC uniparty. They're all getting paid off, so they don't care. Yeah. Well, um, this may be one of the one of the ways to look at it is that uh, they asked one particular person, a senator um, uh, in Wyoming, and I said whether you will endorse Donald Trump in 2024. And Senator Cynthia Loomis of Wyoming said, quote, I don't think that's the right question. I think the question is, who is the current leader of the Republican Party? And that's Ron DeSantis. That's not true. Well, that's who they want. I, but that's the, but but again, here's a I senator. Know. I know. So this, I mean, that's what this, that's what's happening, and, and Trump caused it. It's you know, if God, it, it seems to me if they, you know, if they can't work this out together, well, well uh, you know what's going to happen if he doesn't get the nomination, he's going to do the the Teddy Roosevelt bull moose thing. Yeah, yeah, and that and, and lose. screwed. Yeah, then we're then we're really screwed. Uh, uh, even Mike Luck hate Americovich uh, had a pretty interesting cartoon. It's the it's the picture of the snake. You know, don't tread on me, snake. But this snake is a snake curled around and eating its own tail, and it's labeled GOP. You know, eating themselves, which is true. And then the other one from the far right is also correct, uh, and it's uh, uh, Donald Trump at the president's desk and uh, one of his aides, and it says, amazing, people dislike you more than inflation and high crime, <laughs> which is also true. He, he's, they, he's, he's Donald Trump. He's and, underwater. And will never work in the polls. For him. He just eliminated all the people who didn't vote for him before are probably never going to vote for him now, and he has to hope that he gets some kind of suburban housewife swelling and, and, and Hispanics and more 10% more black people this time or something to do it. Otherwise, uh, it just, you know, he split, he just automatically automatically but if, he, if he's the nominee i'm voting for him oh me too and again i think he's one of the best presidents we've ever had as president his but we're all he did president tired of the man and it, hopefully it's he will much be baggage. much more serious this time this, yeah, the baggage is killing him uh, uh, that's that's my biggest problem is that is that you know i'm afraid he can't win because he can't unify the people who you know maybe on the fence or the middle of the road or whatever I, but again i the don't whole, know i know the, we got a long two years so. whole gop the mcconnell people are going to be fighting him tooth and nail jeb bush is even raising his head oh, again God, jeb bush stop you're killing me uh. <laughs> Please. Did you see what Jeb Bush Jr. put out? I didn't know there was a Jeb Bush Jr. No. He put out, he says that Trump's speech was low energy. 
<laughs> well, compared to his rallies, it well, was. That's what he used to call jab. Right. Low yeah, energy exactly. jab. Low energy jab, yes. He, he, he labeled his own father by bringing up his father's nickname during the debates. <laughs> uh, idiots. Uh, and then, of course, President Stupid Overseas embarrassing us again. Did you see that they sat down for a news conference and, and they were saying, what about the business with the, uh, uh, the Russian uh, missiles that uh, killed the people in Poland? Can you tell us? And he said, no. And then started smirking, and then they cut the feet off. And then he went back to his hotel. He, he, he uh, President Showersman's daughter actually skipped the formal get-together dinner, which brought them all together after the reason they were having all the meetings, and just went back to his hotel, have milk and cookies, and watch TV. <laughs> he was tired. Well, I do. He was tired. <laughs> the emperor has no clothes. Well, he's got a. He does have clothes. It's a Mao Zedong shirt. Oh yeah, I love that Chinaman outfit. He has. Oh my God! <laughs> hey, more Kung Pao. <laughs> Table three, more Kung Pao. Table three. <laughs> chop chop. We need the low calorie <laughs> soy over here, please. Yeah. Come on, step lightly, my good man. Chop chop. And, and a couple other like uh, national newsy things. Uh, the head FBI brown shirt, the insurrectionist Chrissy Ray from Atlanta, uh, refuses to admit that he had twenty. 20 undercover assets inside, inside the Capitol building before the mostly peaceful January 6th Ashley Babbitt Day protest uh, inside the building, dressed like MAGA supporters, acting like Donald Trump MAGA supporters, just the same way they did for Inside the Proud Boys and every other organization <laughs> where they could have done something in terms of charging of conspiracy or uh, uh, stopping the violence before anything had ever happened and did nothing about it. And he's refusing to even admit that he had them in there. A yes or no question. Did you have people inside the Capitol? And he, he said, uh, well, it's hard to talk about investigation is, you know, just a freaking cow. I, I mean, it's just, it, this is a, amazing the destruction that this man has done against the basic principles of this country. Uh, he, he's operating as, a, as an operative of the Democrat Party. Political operative, yeah. I mean, again, I was listening to Glenn Beck tell the story of the of the of the woman and his uh, her husband, a couple of religious people from Al from Alaska, who were in Washington for the January 6th mostly peaceful Ashabeba Day protest, and they went to the Capitol. They never went inside the building, but they were on this. I think they were in. Maybe they went to the steps, the door, or something. Saw what was going on, had to catch a plane, left and went home, and got raided by the FBI. Yeah, yeah, by the, because they were there. It's a shame. I mean, my God. And the guy said, six o'clock in the morning, all of a sudden he hears these banging on his door. He opens the back door and it's just a squad of FBI agents saying, put your hands up. Ruby Ridge. Jesus. I mean, I'm just the FBI against a, a, an elderly couple from Alaska who were very Christian oriented who went to the Capitol and sat on the steps. Oh, I mean, you got. <laughs> and by the way, Again, I know this. I know this is. I, I can't get over this whole business with the loss of freedom of the press. I remember the. And again, I'm an old fart. I remember the days when the uh, America's press corps would have jumped on stories like this. Would have said, "Oh my God, we caught the FBI being, you know, doing this kind of stuff, undercover operatives and secret assets." And oh my God, what a story! You think Watergate was something? This is unbelievable. Yeah, and nobody barely even covered the the, the FISA court. The FBI agents. Well, 
cheating on the FISA court. You, you couldn't get anybody to even talk about it. How is it possible the media is not exploding with excitement over stories like this? I mean, I, I, can you, I, can, I mean, I, I can't believe it. How, how about George Bush and Obama having the balls to come out and warn us about disinformation? <laughs> and, and Laura Ingram said, well, while you're having this press conference, you might want to cover the Sodom has weapons of mass destruction. And if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. <laughs> talk about balls. Oh, it's just, I mean, uh, it's not really right. And, and speak of one more thing on the media. Um, the Nancy Pelosi story. Remember we told you like, last like, week like, a story. Like, like, yeah. uh, the, uh, reporter Miguel Almaguer is yeah. a very respected reporter. Emmy one. And uh, a couple of weeks well, after the Nancy Pelosi husband business with the, and the rest of the guy inside the house and so on and so forth, uh, there were several questions remaining about what had happened, who opened the door, who was there. I mean, there's still these things are, 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 are there's a discrepancy in exactly the specific you know who facts it was? of what happened. It was Cato. Could have been Cato. He heard a knife in the backyard. It's America's guest. Up against the uh, <laughs> house. <laughs> anyway, so, uh, and, and what happened was, Nancy Pelosi, here's the things the media's not telling you. What happened was, Nancy Pelosi started complaining that the police in San Francisco did not do their job, that her husband never should have been attacked, that they got there in time to stop the attack, and therefore the police were uh, inefficient or uh, lacking uh, professional uh, discipline or whatever. So she was, if not publicly, she was telling people uh, that she was, that, that the police didn't do their job. So one detective who was there said, wait a minute, let's set the record straight. Uh, Miguel Almaguer talked to the cop. And the cops said two things. He said, the video from the cops' video cameras is explosive, which means that this will show you exactly what was going when the door was open, which we'll never see. And the second thing was... um, I got to put on my goggles here for the thing. I'm uh, losing my eyes here. Uh, the second thing was that the NBC has suspended Almaguer. Yeah, he's di- he's disappeared. He's gone. He hasn't been seen from in weeks. And the and the problem was they said that he uh, he didn't um, uh, he was uh, unprofessional, relying on sources that weren't cleared or some nonsense. I mean, they can use whatever excuse they want. Yeah. Uh, but he's been uh, he, he's gone. Uh, and the question is whether uh, Pelosi himself answered the door and then went back, which is what Almaguer said, the cop said, that he opened the door, went back eight or ten steps into the house to be next to the guy with a hammer. Then he started beating him with a hammer. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. And if he did it, then it's his own fault that he, I mean, he wasn't in a danger. If he was in danger, why didn't he flee out the door? Or say, thank God you guys are here, instead of saying, "Uh, here, come out of the house, let me go back to this guy with a hammer. I mean, what the hell? There's the thing, the cops always have to be perfect. She wants, she'd be the first to complain if the cops show up at a door and without talking about it, burst in and grab everybody there. That's Gestapo-like. But that's what she wanted them to do. If a cop had opened that door and seen a guy with a hammer and shot him, that cop had been charged with murder. Yeah. So, I mean, again, I would, how could you be a cop these days? What are they supposed to do? They're supposed to go and say, well, wait a minute now. I guarantee you, every cop who's going to a scene of a potential uh, a physical crime. Again, this, this wasn't a call that somebody stole my car. This was a guy's in my house. Yeah. Okay. So any cop that goes to a domestic call or a potential violence call or a, a, a something in progress has got to, when he gets there, has got to say, Jesus, you know, uh, I better be careful here because if I start shooting, I'm going to prison for 30 years. 
I, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know how they do it. Uh, the, the, and the report by the NBC Almaguer was taken down without explanation, uh, but the NBC said it should have been aired, should not have been aired because it did not meet our standards. <laughs> what standards? <laughs> standards about covering the laptop, you mean? Stuff like that? Anyway, he's been suspended. I know. And again, we'll never get to the bottom of that either. Um, uh, a quick newsy thing just on the top of my head that bothers me. Once again, this guy Mayorkas, the Department of Homeland Security, that smarmy little dwarf, the mental midget, uh, the liar who, who, who threw his own people under the bus with the whipping of the Haitians business. Um, he's got to go. Uh, he, and the question you asked, they've been asking the question, uh, is the border secure? Is the border secure? That's not the question. The question is, does he say the border's closed? The border may be secure in that when people come across the border, they're not shooting our border guards. So I guess security means they're not killing our border agents every day. But if the border's not closed, just ask them that question. Is the border closed? And make them say so. Oh, is that... Uh, did we get another Venmo? Uh, by the way, if you're watching on uh, YouTube and you don't see us, well, I guess we it's not live. There's no internet connection. Something's going on. What happened? Not over here. I don't know. Uh-oh. Are we, are we doing our, are we even doing no, the No, we're fine. Just keep doing the okay. show. I'm just uh, Tracy just sent us something and she said, uh, do I need to put friends and family when using Venmo? Uh, oh, oh, Tracy, the space waitress. She's a flight attendant. <laughs> That's what that meant. I was such a thickhead. Tracy, thank you so much. Uh, I don't think there's a friends and family thing at Venmo. That's just no. PayPal, right? I, I don't. I don't, I don't think so. But if there is one, go ahead and do that. But again, either way, Tracy, thank you, thank you. And we love flight attendants, by the way. Uh, I, do, I really do like flight attendants. In fact, I don't care that they're not, you know, 21 and, and uh, look like models anymore. I, I, I like flight attendants. I appreciate them. Um, anyway, I just for the record. Um, okay, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, you uh, noticed the same thing the other day, and I don't know why this didn't get more play. It was a tiny little thing that I saw, I think it was on my phone, about uh, a very famous singer that I know uh, <coughs> uh, that you reacted to also. Uh, Roberta Flack. Roberta Flack. It has ALS. 85 years old, and she has Lou Gehrig's disease, ALS. Horrible. And I, th and I thought to myself, okay, one, 85, that's pretty good. But secondly, if I, if I am diagnosed with Lou Gehrig's disease, at some <coughs> point, I probably would be thinking about taking my own life. But you're going to hell if you do that. You're supposed to. Uh, is that is that is that confirmed? Is that like a serious? <laughs> I know, again, as an ordained minister, get the Pope on is, the line. Is there a break for the ordained ministers? Maybe like if you're in pain. Now, how could God, no? In other words, how could and who who said that? Is that did the God? Ca the Catholics that? believe big time suicide's oh, okay. bad. I, know, I don't know. But I'm not Catholic. Being a Southern Baptist, I don't know if we feel as strongly about it as, as they do. Well, the other thing is, I, I, it would be hard to believe to me that if you know if if God is judging every thing that happens with everybody I would I would find it hard to believe that God wouldn't sympathize with agony of suffering but he's giving you the trial and that trial's yours well and, and of course you know if uh, Jesus suffered then why shouldn't I I get you know on the other hand I, but what's he I mean honestly I you know I, I can't imagine uh, feeling myself suffocate to death slowly I know you know, I, I know. anyway, so I'm just, I, I feel bad for her. Roberta Flack, 85 years old, and she's got ALS. Well, I mean, geez. Basically, what you do is you get you a, an endless ticket to skydive. And you say, <laughs> just, let's do it again. Do it again. At some point. Let's do it again. Yeah, at some point, you know, it ain't going to work. 
You're out of your misery. It's a little cold, but it's... uh, But you're having a thrilling time. You're having a wonderful, wonderful time. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And every time you parachute up, you go, damn. (laughs) Damn it. Well, you'd have to do it on your own. You don't want to go tandem because then you're taking the guy with you. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, Why God. are you steering us toward the high wires? Oh, you know, in fact, I just watched, uh, again, I, the other day it was on and I, I DVR'd it, um, Enemies at the, Enemy at the Gates. Wow, what a great. The sniper movie. Oh, great and movie. And I'd forgotten the part where the where uh, the girls, uh, the star, the girl you like who's married to the guy, the dark Married to Daniel Craig. Yeah. What's her name? Rachel, Rachel, Ra- Rachel. Rachel something. Yeah, I was just watching a movie with her, the, the, the jury with... Uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Was, that was a great movie. Hackman and with, uh, Cusack. Gene John Hackman Cusack or whatever, and Gene yeah. Hackman. Yeah. She was, uh, what the hell's her name? Her name? Rachel she, something. Uh, Rachel Wise. Wise, Rachel Wise. Daniel Craig's wife. And, and uh, she found out that her, uh, she was wanted to go into combat because she found out her parents were killed by the Nazis, and she <laughs> described how they did it. I don't remember this the first time I saw the movie, 10 years ago, whatever. Uh, but she said, she said, was telling the story, the way they did it was they would tie them together. They would tie. Are we back on? They would tie the, uh, uh, the the two people together, rope them together on top of a bridge. <laughs> yeah. And then, in order to save bullets, they would shoot one, and then they would both tumble off into the water, and the second one would drown with a dead body. Hmm. And I thought, oh my God, I, I, I'm getting chills thinking about how uh, it was probably true. I mean, this is based on a true story, if I if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't, you know, the Nazis did a lot of bad things, but I don't know if it, of course they did it. <laughs> I mean, of course they did that. They, they shoot your the wife Russians. in front of you, and you're about to tumble into the river to drown with her dead body next I to you. I mean, holy criminy. Uh, anyway, I mean, just the cruelty. Just, I just, God, anyway. maybe, it, almost to the point where maybe uh, your country should have made a deal with the devil and, and partitioned Poland because you took the east half while they took the west and uh, trying to work with them as your their allies against us. Maybe if you hadn't done that, <laughs> you wouldn't have lost 20 yeah, million people. Yeah. And, and I would maybe feel, over here feel a little so- sorry for you, <laughs> except your boss, Stalin, that you wouldn't we, kill. We can work with Hitler. We yeah. can, you know, uh, we can work something out yeah. if we let him take, let him take Poland, maybe a little Czechoslovakia. You know, the man's not going to go. Well, hell, they took the other half. Yeah. I, I, anyway, uh, West Point cadets. Have you heard about this? Uh, a bunch of West Point cadets sued uh, for uh, to not have to take the uh, China kill virus vaccine. And under religious religious exemption clauses, and they lost, and so they got an email from West Point saying, "You have 12 hours to get the vaccine, or yeah. you are no longer a cadet at West Point." Right. Goodbye. One thing Donald Trump mentioned last night: if he's president, all those people who lost their jobs are getting their jobs back. Yeah, but well, he's got to hammer that. Yeah. Yeah. All you police, fire, that, that's military. The kind of thing, that's the kind of thing that may get people to say, oh, you know, it's about time we got back to common sense again. I mean, you know, that's his only hope is that if he brings the common sense crowd to say that's the way it should have been. Well, why is day. West Point doing this now? Because everyone's, everyone's even finally coming out and saying this vaccine didn't do squat. Right. right. It's, it was a lie. It was a scam from I, the very beginning. The people we were supposed to trust, the scientists and the doctors, either didn't know or they knew and they had an agenda and they were shoving because they're getting paid well, by also, big pharma. 
So why are they doing this now? It's no longer about medicine and science. This is all about political obedience. Well, we knew uh, Fauci and others have admitted the masks don't work and didn't work, and they knew it. And and the doctor uh, Scarfneck girl, uh, Brixie or whatever her name was, uh, she admitted. Burks. Uh, yeah, Burks. Yeah, uh, she admitted that they knew the vaccines weren't going to be ninety yeah, percent effective. Yeah, they didn't work. But they, they, they didn't work they, now. Yeah. 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 Anyway, so and so West Point is going to go ahead and anyway. I mean, I, I don't the American military to me. I, I wouldn't if I had a 19 year old kid and he wanted to join the Marines, I'd say I would I, Do you think see about this. Pfizer and Moderna just came out and said, you know, uh, we're paying attention to this myocarditis. People between the age of 18 and 45 yeah, dropping in the prime of yeah, health. We so we're going to we're going to do a little study on this. And someone said, yeah. gee, were you supposed <laughs> to do that before? <laughs> yeah. Well, they've you know, everything they, you learn. You'll learn. You experiment. You'll learn. Oh, sure, millions are going to die, but now you know this is different. This, this is the tip of the iceberg. This, this, this. The reason, and this was the uh, main reason I didn't take it, is the myocarditis because a lot. It would kill me. Yeah. I've got two Look things wrong with my heart. heart. Yeah. It would kill me. So I was like, okay, I could take this thing, and it may stop me from getting really bad sick. Or I can take it yeah. and get this thing that will probably 90% chance of killing him. Yeah. Well, again, uh, and, and nobody knew, and they still don't know. I mean, it, 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 they it, know. it wasn't as well, yeah, but it wasn't this as well. myocarditis thing is pr- it, yeah, it, it's, it's going to be I, horrendous. I think that's a different story. Um, a couple other things. And they're still getting paid how much for this? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, did you see the video? <laughs> Kids, man. In fact, I, a little bit later, I'm going to have a couple of weird crime things involving teenagers. Did you see the video? in Texas of an 18-year-old kid who sneaked on top of a tractor trailer. <laughs> How did he do it when it was moving? And he's up on top of the trailer part of the tra- of the 18-wheeler. And he's taking videos dancing on top of the truck. An overpass is coming. He ducks under one or two overpasses. So just like in the James Bond movies dun, where you got to duck. Oh, my dun, God. Dun, it's dun, seen dun. like that. It's just like in the movies. And he ducks Tom under. Tom Cruise. And then he's in, and he turns around and the next one ah. hits him. <laughs> and he's dead. Wait he a fell minute. off the truck and he's dead. Wiley and Coyote always shows got away him with it. And the video shows him dancing on the truck. Yeah, idiot. idiot. All for this. Yeah. All, all for all to be on popular. His social media phone so the world could react to being special for your 15 minutes. Watch out for that tree. Oh, I'm 18 <laughs> years of old. The, George of the Jungle up there. 18 years old. Uh, Wiley Coyote got away with it a thousand times. Well, see, and he had an anvil top, you know, strapped to his <laughs> leg. To you know my favorite. How Maybe. many anvils? When he had the, the giant <laughs> rock thrower, the slingshot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like the old Palestinian <laughs> Jesus days of the old and, boulder. By and it, it does a thousand things wrong, and it won't fly. Finally, he jumps on top of it. He's jumping up and down on the rock. And it goes Zoink. wham. <laughs> Those are the that was the first. That, I think that was my first adult cartoon was Roadrunner or maybe Pink uh, Panther was good too. Yeah, but Roadrunner to me was was the one that really got me. Or of course, uh, this is my boy Sherman. You know the uh, Rocky the, and Bullwinkle. Fractured fairy does. <laughs> you stupid ant. Come here, <laughs> Dean Martin. Ooh, and go Jackie get another Mason. hat. <laughs> Ooh, <you> stupid ant. <laughs> <laughs> and all Rocky and Bullwinkle. Oh, God. Uh, all right, hold on. Coming up, Jimmy Fallon, R.I.P. Harvey Rapestein, here we go again. Oh, uh, by the way, I'm going to gross you out with a description. Oh, please don't. And 
Did you see where he had an affair with Gavin Newsom's wife? I'm just going to say, guess who he was uh, snorkelukulating? And I mean, that to me alone is enough. But anyway, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it. We'll also, um, uh, Beret, no gay on her TV Ooh. shows. Uh, oh. Disney with a drag show. The general, uh, gender, have you heard of a gender unicorn? You're about to. Also, the, the uh, clue on Jeopardy, which has one family in tears and wondering when they're going to get an apology. All that's coming up here on the Kimmer <laughs> Show podcast. Anytime now, by golly. And I put a video this morning uh, teasing our Kimmer Show podcast with a picture of a shadow box and a certain couple of scorecards. Speaking of boxing, yes, we'll do that. Later. Oh, sorry. Uh, but first, uh, salute to Flagco, flagco.com. Again, I was it was windy this morning. Got my flag out there, and it still it still looks brand new. Flagco.com is where I got my American flag, and the pole and the uh, the attachment thing. And by the way, they have attachments uh, for mounting your flag on a brick wall, which is like on your garage brick uh, uh, structure and columns and so forth, which a lot of people, nobody else can do. Uh, but they got a, a couple of very special things at flagco.com. And again, my flag still looks brand new. It's just, it's really bright and beautiful. Here we go. Three things to, uh, especially right now at flagco.com. Starry Night Flagpole Christmas Lights. If you have a 15 to 25 foot flagpole, or they can custom build one for you if you want, uh, they have the light, uh, the flagpole Christmas lights in cool white, warm white, red, blue, multicolor sets. They have a mini version, including the 10 foot pole for your own starry night for the holidays and Christmas time for help old Santa down the, tri- the chimney or up the driveway <laughs> or whatever. Uh, they also have a trailer hitch flagpole kit uh, for a single or double flags, which is really a great idea. And and the third thing to, ma- uh, to make uh, reference to, particularly right now, is a 20-foot telescopic pole with a wheelbase, which is perfect for tailgating. The base slides under the tire to weigh it down. When the game's over, it collapses into a little thing. Off you go, bing, bang, boom. Uh, check it out, flagco.com. And don't forget, they're looking for warehouse workers. I think they still need three warehouse workers. Uh, so uh, please uh, uh, check it out. Here's your phone number, flagco.com, 800-962-0956. And don't forget, it's not just American flags. Every state flag, every military flag, uh, every country flag, all over the world, flags of nations. Also, if you're having an open house in a cul-de-sac and you want one of those, they call them bow and arrow flag banners. They do stuff like that, too. I mean, they have mounting kits. They have a decorative device. They have beacons and silver and gold and lighting kits. I mean, it's flagco.com and all the accessories, flags all over the world, and they're looking for people. If you need a job, they take care of you there, too. Flagco.com on the web. Tell them the Kimmer sent you, and uh, you'll be as happy as I am with my beautiful American flag and other flags as well. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Now... Uh, this, I was, again, I don't, I don't do a lot of Twitter. I've never been on Twitter. I, I look at Twitter uh, once a day or some, usually sometimes. Uh, but this, this caught my attention. Uh, <laughs> quote, owner and founder of Jimmy John's, Jimmy Fallon has passed away last night. Your sacrifices will never be forgotten. And there's a picture of, of uh, Jimmy Fallon, the uh, comedian, and uh, the release of Jimmy Fallon died. And Jimmy Fallon says, hey, Elon, can you fix this? Because guess what? Uh, people are reacting. Oh, my God. It's almost like he's still with us. R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon. Somebody else. Uh, I can't believe he died of ligma. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, rest in peace to one of the most talentless talk show hosts, Jimmy Fallon, the first victim of World War III, but the bravest soldier in the battlefront, yet the least funny. Uh, and then Jimmy Fallon says, Elon, can you fix this? Uh, another one. Performance so good it killed him days later uh, Seth Myers, upon hearing that he will be the new host of the Tonight Show following the passing, <laughs> the passing of Jimmy Fallon and as Seth Myers over his grave with a finger saying uh, I'm the winner now and stuff I mean it's just one after another uh, Emily I can't believe you're gone fly high Jimmy Fallon gone way too soon <laughs> we should just keep dead. doing like he's dead <laughs> just keep acting like he's dead <laughs> I thought here we go on Twitter so anyway of R.I.P. Jimmy Fallon uh, now, I'll try not to make this disgusting, but it's sort of disgusting. And again, I had forgotten this until I saw it again this morning. Harvey Rapestein is on trial again. He's already been convicted and in jail. He'll never get out of prison, but he's on trial again for more rapes, this time in California. Well, guess what? Well, for one thing, the judge has dropped four counts, and the reason was that the uh, prosecutors in their opening statements only mentioned four women, and there was another one who had four counts against him, but she's not part of the testimony anymore, so she must have changed her mind or something. So the judge dropped the counts that were uh, against one of the so-called victims, who no longer is part of the case. But... <laughs> One of the victims of Harvey Rapestein is Jennifer Cybell Newsom, uh -huh. the wife of the California governor. Yep. His wife was one of Harvey Rapestein's victims, and she and I'm going. This is the gross part. So for like 20 seconds, I'm going to oh I'm going to describe what she said under oath. 
Okay, so this is real factual stuff, and I'm doing it to embarrass Harvey Rapestein uh, forever and to shame the women who let him get away with it. The Me Too movement was very valuable for a short period of time, and then it became just a political nothing or other, and it also uh, showed that a whole bunch of women over the years let him get away with it. Uh, Okay, now I'm describing what she said on the stand. This is Governor Newsom of California, his wife. She described the entertainment mogul's distorted fish-like genitals, lots of bruises, markings, yellow and green, lots of stretch marks on his belly, uh, very not physically fit at all. Uh, She said he looked uncircumcised and strange, though, kind of fish-like. The uh, sex organs, something was distorted in the testicles, lots of skin, lots of skin down there. Uh, He raped her at a hotel in 2005. She said, I'm standing up, I'm standing up and resisting. I'm in horror it was horrible. I'm trembling. This is my worst nightmare. I'm just now again, quote, forgive me. I'm just this blow up doll that he's just trying to masturbate off of. Uh, Harvey's pleaded not guilty, Rapestein, uh, that it was all consensual. Uh, he's also been uh, serving a, sen- a 23 year sentence for a conviction in New York. Uh, and he faces charges in London. He also has uh, two charges of indecent assault against him back in June. Uh, he was convicted of third-degree rape and criminal conduct and is acquitted on two others. Uh, he tried to appeal and lost his conviction. So anyway, Harvey Ray, and again, that's just, it makes me, the whole thing makes me sick. Uh, but again, he'll never get out of jail or prison. So that's, uh, that's good. And I guess he's probably near death. I think he's probably going to, not going to last very long. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, I mentioned, I showed you the, uh, uh, these beautiful things. You want to talk about uh, farmhouse for a second or anything? No. Okay. Yes, of course we do. <laughs> of course we want to talk about farmhouse. And you again, don't even have to ask that question. And again, I'm going to, well, you look like you were kind of just uh, going along. I, I want, I'm going to be contacting Eric because I got it. And I can't say much because Jennifer is probably watching my thing here, but, yeah, I, no. but I, but she knows what I'm going to do. And I'm going to a couple of things, uh, for Dan, my son-in-law, uh, from our, uh, golf outing. The other, I'm going to oh, do cool. a little thing with that. And I'm going to do it at farmhouse printing. Farmhouseprintingco.com right here in Sonoya, Georgia. No minimum order. Do you want one t-shirt? Do you want one yeah. thank you note, whatever, they'll do it. Yeah. A thousand. Yeah. Same. They don't care. It's the same price. Yeah. Well, actually, not the same price. Well, it's almost the same. Yeah, yeah it's per price. Well, it's per price. Per- uh, yeah. yeah. It it's all T-shirts, tumblers. They have laser engraving. Anything you want, they'll do. Eric and the gang down there are extremely, extremely friendly and will work with you, whatever you need, all your printing needs, all of them. And here's the other thing. For, for example, I don't know really what I want. So I'm going to talk to Eric and his man. And if you don't know, in other words, I've got some pictures I want to put on something, but I don't know whether I want it on a T-shirt or a hat or a carry bag. I mean, you know, in other words, I want some ideas of what would go back. And they do that, too. I mean, and, and ask him, can, do, can you get a golf towel to do this? Can you get a, you know, a, a, a hat for so-and-so? I mean, they'll, they'll work Golf with towels. Yeah, Those are great ideas. They're, 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 they're good people. Um, yeah, farmhouseprintingco.com. By the way, we've got a, a new sponsor, too. We do. It seems there's a new entrant in the cider business. Oh, the cider business? That's right. That's right. A little competition for Dickens for Cider. Dickens, Dickens uh, Company. Dickens Cider. That's such good stuff. It's a new company that's yeah. got their own, and it's the Carmenin Beverage Group. Carmenin? Carmenin. Carmenin. Yeah, so they have their own cider now. <laughs> they have their own yeah. Carmenin Cider? Yeah. What was that again? <laughs> I, I haven't heard of the company before. The Carmen, the Carmen Insider. Carmen Insider. 
Well, that's a good thing to have. I wonder how much they're going to the sign a company. contract. Or yeah, they're up and coming. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, a few, uh, just a few quickie things on stuff to show that we're still going the wrong direction, and uh, the, the uh, leftists are fighting like crazy. Uh, there are still a few people who are trying to keep it on the straight and narrow. Candace Cameron Bure, remember her? Yep. She has said now, she has her own company, and she has said she will not feature same-sex couples, gay couples, in her movies, and she's been criticized by some people inside the industry. Um, she's working as the Great American Family Chief Creative Officer. The company's called Great American Family, and she wants to put religion back into Christmas movies. Good. Uh, her departure from Hallmark, she used to work, be with the Hallmark Company. Uh, she left Hallmark as the network attempts to add more, quote, diversity to its lineup. Um, Hallmark's got a film, the first original film, to focus on a same-sex couple to re be released in time for Christmas called The Holiday Sitter. And when reporters asked uh, if, her, if Carmen Bure's new channel will feature any LGBTQ storyline, she said, no, I think the great American family will keep traditional marriage at the core. Well, she's been blasted by social media and some leftists. If saying, they don't like it, they can start their own network. Yeah, or don't watch it. I mean, you know, but who are you to tell other people that they shouldn't be able to watch what you don't want them to watch? The nerve of these people. I mean, really, that, that's just censorship from your own personal opinion. You, you can't do that. Whole casting companies in Hollywood who won't hire white males anymore. I know. Yeah, that's right. Uh, uh, and so uh, um, Beret, uh, uh, they called her uh, disgusting. Uh, they're openly admitting their bigotry. I called this crap out years ago when Abbott was at Hallmark. Now they dumped him. Uh, LGBTQ isn't a trend. Uh, the networks are disgusting. You too, Candy. There's nothing untraditional about same-sex couples. Bigot. Yeah. I don't. I don't remember Jesus liking hypocrites like Candy. But be sure make your money, honey. You ride that prejudice wave all the way to the bank. How oh is she God. a hypocrite? <laughs> She's come right out and told you what yeah. she believes. How does that make her a hypocrite? See, absolutely. What the they opposite. do, they attack you with what they are. They, they, oh, they project. They, remember? Yeah. I mean, that's that's how, they, and they get away with it. That's, that's Always how they do it. Always accuse the other side of what you are Before doing. Before they uh, uh, catch you on it, so then you can't use it. You say, well, uh, well I'll just be repeating the same thing they said. I mean, they're so clever about this. Um, anyway, uh, it's rude and hurtful of uh, the people. Uh, they've called her a rude celebrity. Uh, she was on Dancing with the Stars. They said she was so rude, she wouldn't even be part of our TikTok trend. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. These people are such losers. Oh, I know. Anyway, and one more quick thing again about we're going the wrong direction. Disney has hosted a cultural journey for staff members featuring a, quote, two-spirit drag queen. <laughs> right, this is Disney. Hosted a cultural journey celebrating Native American Heritage Month featuring a, quote, two-spirit basket-weaving drag queen. <laughs> uh, the Native Americans and Allies Together with Vision, or NATV, a company-wide employee group, hosted the event. A uh, screenshot of the private event tweeted by so-and-so and so-and-so verified uh, the source inside. Uh, let's see. A cultural journey 
uh, featured Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. Uh, Geo Sokoma Neptune is a member of the Passamaquoddy tribe, a basket maper, drag queen, activist, educator, and two-spirit, an indigenous cultural spiritual gender role that holds the sacred space between masculine and feminine energies, a carrier of tradition and teacher of youth youths. Uh, through their experiences, Geo will give a presentation on what it means to be two-spirit, being a designated master basket weaver, what? and their activism, which enables them to travel the world <laughs> to educate about issues faced by indigenous people. He likes Matthew. Uh, we, <laughs> we balance master two basket. polarities, two energies in our bodies, two energies in the same spiritual place. Uh, that's why two-spirit people exist. We bring them into balance. Uh, Disney has no comment about this cultural event. <laughs> well, okay. Jeez. You can laugh, but little big man. Remember? A little big man, There was yeah. one, in, uh, there was an Indian. And there was a crazy ca- guy. Uh, but he wasn't the crazy and everything. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah. But there was, uh, there was an Indian who was both. <laughs> Uh, that's right, too. That's right. And they left him alone. They didn't mess with him. Well, they also it didn't mess with anybody who was crazy. If you acted nuts, they didn't They didn't want to have anything to do with you. They would let you live. But, yeah, I remember the little big man. And, of course, that was a true story. You know, I think. Sorry. If you, anyone has not said. That's a great movie. Everyone loved Dances Dustin with Wolves. Hoffman. Little Big Man is, is a better movie than Dances with Wolves uh, and tells that. it with more humor yeah. and in a shorter time period. Which she's giving him the bath. <laughs> Faye Sing Dunaway. Song and <laughs> I'm telling you, that That's movie a great is fantastic. Movie. In fact, I wonder why that hasn't made a, a, a reoccurrence in, over the years. I, I haven't seen How that in 20 years, that? probably. Well, they should, I mean, play it back. I mean, bring it uh, back. Let us, it, it's, it's timeless. It's a story of, you know, what happened in that year of well, the 1800s. It, it may have some politically correct stuff in it. That was a great it. movie. Now, was, if you haven't and, seen and, Little and Big Man. You, and by the way, the, the point, and you talked about the humor and everything. The scene where he comes in there and sees that the U.S. Army has gone through the cavalry and destroyed yeah. the entire village of yeah. women and children. That is one of the most poignant it's scenes a, ever. Yeah, it's a very powerful movie. And it is, there's a lot of funny parts. There are a lot of funny parts, but it's a it's a powerful movie. Um, uh, have you heard of a gender unicorn? <clears throat> well, a California early education teacher has admitted using a gender unicorn to instruct little children on sexual attraction. Uh, she uses an age-appropriate gender unicorn to comment on sexuality and gender in the Sacramento City Unified District. Uh, this woman, her name's McCray. She says, early childhood from zero to eight years old, uh, kind of like from preschool to third grade. And the focus of this workshop is to provide you with a positive strategy to support transgender and gender non-conforming Children. This is grooming. Children. Grooming. To no one under the age of 12 no, wait, wait, don't, don't get ahead of me. Don't talk about sex. Don't get ahead of me. The gender unicorn discusses sexuality, gender identity, gender expression, and romantic attraction. Evil. Other terms the educator claimed were pertinent to the age group included sexual orientation and agender. The woman was asked by one of the teachers where toddlers were too young for these conversations. She says, I've done my research. I have my doctorate degree. Children are not too young at five years old. Uncredentialed. <laughs> Children understand gender as early as three. 
Uh, she said, I thought this would be a great tool that you can use with your students. You can download them and you can talk to them about it. And of course, it's age appropriate. Even at five, this is a teacher's union specialist on gender things for children. Even at five years old, you can ask them, are you a girl or a boy? And you explain that to them. Yes, you were born a girl or a boy, but you may not feel that way. Oh, my God. I swear to God. Oh my she actually God. said this. There is a fine line between promoting understanding of transgenderism in older kids and adults and inculcating the cult among young children. The line is between free expression and grooming. Yep. Instead of being the gatekeeper against toxic fads in education, radical teacher activists are actively robbing America's young and vulnerable in their childhood innocence by obsessing over the dangerous gender ideology. What is worse is that such activists is being endorsed, encouraged, and sponsored by teachers' unions. Oh, yeah. Uh, this woman said she includes children's books discussing transgenderism in classrooms, such as I Am Jazz, to help kids understand the concept. There's also a, a book about nonconformity called Sparkle Boy, where they use glitter to make the book more tangible as they pass it around. The, oh, God. You know, I... Uh, I don't know what's going on, but this can't be a good sign. Well, Betsy DeVos, who is the head former of former education superintendent yes. under uh, uh, Trump, uh, responded to the NEA. This is NEA. This is the largest teachers yeah. union. National Education. Uh, Here's education. what they tweeted. Yeah. Educators love their students and know better than anyone what they need to learn and to thrive. <laughs> no. They, and Betsy no. DeVos wrote, you misspelled parent. <laughs> Again, the teachers were saying, we're the experts. We have the degrees. Let us treat we, we know best what's best for your children. And everybody in the world, I know, is saying, no, no, you don't. You don't know what's best for my child. I know. Oh, my God. But where did they come up with this stuff? I mean, where it's did this happen? Na narcissistic <coughs> evilness is what this is. Narcissistic. They've been told since childbirth that the sun shines out of their arse. And we have to believe, because they have a credential, we got to believe everything that comes out of their mouth. And not only that, what bothers me is that, it, uh, I, now, maybe things have changed, but I doubt it. When I was in graduate school, I, again, I did four years of college in two years at Arizona State and got an A average. I went to graduate school, got my master's in 10 months and one of the reasons I did I took a lot of courses including a couple of courses that were gut courses out of the education college because I knew how easy they were I, I honest to God I took a class in uh, an education class on teaching children uh, uh, pros and cons or yes and no's or you know uh, uh, antithetical things like that and I actually did a project once where I made a sign that said cat and a sign that said dog and showed the difference between the two things to differentiate between and I actually it was a it was, it was a good class project. It was, you know, you get an A, everything's fine. Oh, Jesus. The education courses are the easiest in the entire country of all curricula. And they're the ones who think they know the most about your children? I mean, talk about irony of... Uh, of I, would, I, I, I just so wish <laughs> that my mother was still alive <laughs> and have some teacher of her grandkids, <laughs> great-grandkids now... Say, I know more what's best for your child than you do. Oh, yeah. my God. The sunglasses yeah. would go on. Yeah, I know. Well, again, again, the only good, a good thing about, about Donald Trump last night, if he's running again, he made the point about saying, if I'm president again, no more this boy's use in the girls' room. No more boys playing on girls' teams. I mean, th those are the kinds of things he's got to say out loud because everybody agrees with it. Everybody agrees with it. There are people who take a stand because they're so woke, they feel that it's the momentum that they have to kind of go along with the program. But no. 
nobody agrees. Nobody believes that. I mean, it's offensive to women. Anyway, um, one did more. You, did you did you yeah. finally watch Dave Chappelle's opening monologue on uh, SNL? I saw. I didn't see the whole thing, but I, but the uh, part about Trump. I, uh, no, I didn't see that. He basically says, "Now you people in New York, here in New York, think the Trump era is over." We played that, didn't we? No, we didn't. No, we we didn't. thought about it. We didn't. Have you got it? Yeah, yeah play, it, play it. Play it. Yeah, absolutely. One second, I'll pull it up. All right. And, and while you're doing that, one more uh, local woke thing: a, 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 a tenured professor at Valdosta State named Leslie Jones. She's a, a biology professor at Valdosta State and tenured. She was told how to change the way she teaches about sex and gender. What's she doing teaching about gender and sex anyway? Um, she has a seminar called Cultural Construction of Gender, uh, Diversity of Life Biology Course. Diversity of Life, my God, talk about woke. Uh, and she, uh, uh, one guy said, wait a minute, now one father uh, called in and said, my daughter tells me you're t- teaching her about being woke, and I don't want you teaching that crap. And the, and the professor says, I've been instructed to change the way I teach this class or they will kick me out of teaching the class. And so, uh, and, and people are saying this is a violation of her First Amendment rights to academic freedom and she's tenured and is saying if i don't teach it the way they want me to teach this woke class on gender to college students that they're going to transfer who's they who's telling Valdosta her? state well don't the administration they have, don't they have the right I get. I get. They're well, a private institution i suppose they, they do state well, they, they must take you know, Valdosta state that means they get tax money well, she so, doesn't like it. Well, she can go teach somewhere else. Well, but still, but again, that, but, but the point is that they can now, they're forcing, they're making the teachers be woke, whether they're even woke or not. It's even worse than we thought. I, well, what do you expect? I know. Well, they're, there they're you teachers. Are. I know, I know. I'm sorry. What I've been <laughs> railing about for 30 years. Yeah. All right, now, did we have the, we have a little Dave Chappelle action here, our founder? Sure do. Okie dokie. Here's a little Dave action. And I'm watching the news now. They're declaring the end of the Trump era. Now, okay, I can see how in New York you might believe this is the end of his era. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I live in Ohio amongst the poor whites. <laughs> a lot of you don't understand why Trump was so popular, but I, I get it because I hear it every day. He's very loved. And the reason he's loved is because people in Ohio have never seen somebody like him. He's what I call an honest liar. Well, I'm not joking right now. He's an honest liar. That first debate... That first debate, I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen a white male billionaire screaming at the top of his lungs. This whole system is rigged, he said. <laughs> and across the stage was a white woman, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama, sitting over there looking at him like, no, it's not. I said, now, wait a minute, bro. It's what he said. And the moderator said, well, Mr. Trump, if in fact the system is rigged, as he suggests, what would be your evidence? You remember what he said, bro? He said, I know the system is rigged because I use it. I said, God damn. <laughs> and then he pulled out an Illuminati membership card and chopped a line of cocaine up and put it right in his podium. <laughs> no one ever heard someone say something that true. And then Hillary Clinton tried to punch him in the taxes. She said, This man doesn't pay his taxes. He shot right back. That makes me smart. (laughs) And then he said, if you want me to pay my taxes, then change the tax code. But I know you won't because your friends and your donors enjoy the same tax breaks that I do. And with that, my friends, a star was born. (laughs) 
never seen anything like that. No one had ever seen somebody come from inside of that house, outside, and tell all the commoners, we are doing everything that you think we are doing inside of that house. They just went right back in the house and started playing the game again. <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, I, I think John Stewart re- was even it was on uh, reacting to Dave Chappelle from it was it Saturday Night Live was yeah. past weekend, uh, and he was saying, "Well, Dave Chappelle clearly was showing his uh, his bias and his uh, anti-Jewish uh, behavior, but I love him and he, I support his right to do it." And I thought, "Well, now wait a minute, he, I don't know what that was all about." But well, the uh, first half of the thing, he was going on about Jews in Hollywood, yeah, and everything. overreacting. He said the one thing stuff. you cannot say, yeah. no matter what you believe, <laughs> you cannot say the phrase "the Jews." The Jews, yeah. <laughs> No good has ever come. <laughs> yeah, 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 you have to say a Jewish person. You can't even say, oh, my, my friend's a Jew. No, no, my friend's a, of the Jewish faith. I mean, this is just, you can't say in the word sounds <laughs> right. bad. I'm it sorry. Is. I mean, how, the poor Jews. I, I mean, they, you know, they, they, even Jewish people can't <laughs> say him, my friend, the Jew, you know, because it sounds bad. So anyway, we're, we're totally. Jackie bad. Mason could do it, but nobody else could. <laughs> um, oh, one more bizarre. A little story that I teased earlier here, which I thought was, was kind of awful. Uh, you know the name, uh, the, the family of Brian Laundrie. You remember the uh, former uh, fugitive suspected of killing his girlfriend, Gabby Petito? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, uh, Brian Laundrie, who did kill her and admitted it in a, in a suicide note, basically killed himself in a creek environmental park in Florida after he took it on the lamb at the invite and so forth. Well, on Jeopardy! the other night, Brian Laundrie's parents were watching. Oh, no. And there was a clue, and they said it was tasteless. They are appalled. It concurs with all the comments on social media how distasteful it was. Uh, the, here was the correct answer to the clue on Jeopardy. What are alligators? And the answer is, or the question, in 2021, fugitive Brian Laundrie ended his days in Florida's Mayacachi Creek area, home unto these long and toothy critters. Wow. Wow. Can you believe it? That's they went out of their way to say what kind of animal ate Brian Laundrie when he killed himself after killing Gabby Petito? God. Basically? Holy crap. Are there ratings in the shitter? In 2021, what? fugitive Brian Laundrie ended his days in Florida's Matacachi Creek area, home to these long and toothy critters. Uh, what are alligators? Right you are. Oh, my God. How about how about if you're like related to either one of them? You just say, honey, I'll be back in a second. And you get the keys, and you get in your car, and you drive 3,000 miles yeah. to Hollywood, and you find whoever was responsible yeah. for Yeah, the producer and the writer and the staff, and punch them right in the nose. You put them in a trunk, and yeah. you take them back to Alligator. Rally. Yeah, and say, here, have fun. I'll tie you up first. Uh, there were so many ways to get around this question without being involving Brian Laundrie, one of them said. Right. Uh, no one from Jeopardy has reached out to apologize. You'd think they would after the public reaction, which was freaking horrible. But again, I mean, it's, uh, what's their the ratings, point of that? But their ratings uh, must this, be this, down. This, uh, this Miami ballot no, girl who's got the No, I don't know if it's her. It could have been, been the, the oh, guy I'm who sure hates she us. No, she, I Ken think she's Jennings. still the host, but she didn't have anything to do with the question. Ken I'm Jennings sure. may have done it. Is he, st- is he hosting? Who's, yeah. I thought she was doing it. They're both doing it. Oh, they're both doing it. I haven't watched it in 10 years. I can't can't watch anymore. 
I used to with long, long, long. Well, for one thing, I, mean, I was usually doing uh, homework for graduate school. I used to watch them. I, stuff. Used, to, I used to live with the little woman. We actually had to get, we, you could have these little panels and you could hook yeah. it up where you could actually buzz, buzz in. Uh, cool. And we played it for like a week and yeah. I was just I'll, waxing I'll her. I'll bet you're good at that. You, well, was, you, you and Wayne, well, no offense, you used to do it and with uh, our, our kidney guy uh, um, uh, who passed away the kidney disease. You did the. Uh, um, oh, for God's sake. The intern that got fired. The not only Russ, intern that ever got an unpaid intern that got fired. Not Russell. God, <laughs> oh, I hate that we can't remember Russell's his name. He, he ran. He ran the bar. Yeah, there, he had his own restaurant Barrett, there in Barrett, Kennesaw. Barrett Parkway. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can't believe oh, I, I can't remember I names so anymore. Bad. It's not R- Russell. I mean, no, it's close, though. Oh, I almost oh, had. Oh, I, I feel, so I feel terrible. Anyway, you used to do a trivia contest, and Wayne, no offense, used to host one too. That's right. And you didn't you host it or no? You, I would go up and help him. Yeah, there you go. And by help, I mean I'd go up there and drink and <laughs> eat and, <laughs> and make fun of the people playing. Yeah, there you go. Um, let's see a couple of things again. Oh, I, I got a couple of quick crime things, but I, and that are only that are important enough to be mentioned. Only because I can see myself doing this, and now I'm going to be, I'm going to, every once in a while, something like this happens to make me realize I have to be more careful. Here's the story. Uh, there's a trial going on, uh, and a Fayetteville woman is accused of shooting a man after a hit-and-run cla- uh, crash in Clayton County. Uh, her name is Hannah Payne. And uh, she w- she's in court, and by the way, I didn't know this was happening. Her lawyer has been held in contempt of court because he had a he had a stroke over the weekend but didn't tell the judge and so monday morning when the court convenes and the lawyer's not there and the judge says where's the lawyer and somebody said well he had a stroke around and I said he's in contempt for not telling us so the lawyer's in contempt of court for having a stroke and not by the way i better call the judge what a stroke of bad luck geez oh anyway uh so that is kind of the background but here's the story here's why i mentioned the story because this sounds like something i would do and i'll bet many of you also <laughs> Uh, this girl, uh, Hannah, was charged with uh, felony murder, malice murder, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, possession of a firearm, dum dum dum. 62-year-old Kenneth Herring was the guy who died. Apparently, uh, Herring's truck was involved, uh, hit another vehicle, and uh, she was there, and she called 911. Dispatchers told her to stay on the scene of the hit-and-run accident. She had nothing to do with it other than she showed up there when it happened. 20 minutes after they were there, the guy Herring left the scene. So Hannah said, well, I, he, he, I wonder if he's drunk or whatever. Or he's going to hurt somebody else or trying to flee. So she followed him. She followed him in her car, blocked in his car with hers, got out to confront him with her gun. You can hear somebody in the background. I don't know where they picked somebody's phone or something in the background. You can hear her, the girl saying, get out of your car, get out of your car. The two got into a fight. The gun went off and uh, she shot him in his abdomen and killed him. Damn. <laughs> the lawyer says he had, uh, she had been provoked when they got into a fight. Also, when her truck hit her vehicle and she fired basically in self-defense, she was bruised up. He ripped her shirt. They were in a struggle, but they've accused her of felony murder and malice murder. 
for chasing the guy when he left the scene of a of a what would turn out to be a hit and run. So she was trying to be a good Samaritan. No, no, no. Well, she, you, she, you, went, you, you were told to stay there. Right. Your job is to stay there at the accident thing. If he takes off, that's no longer any of your business. Right. Okay. I, what I'm saying is, I can see people doing this, saying, "Oh, I, I, oh yeah." I, but, okay. But. I mean, and also, if you pull your gun out. You better damn well be sure that you can justify the reason you pulled your gun out. I mean, so you can't I, chase somebody down, right. get out, pull a gun, tell them to get out of their car because you had no right to tell them that if, either. Even if there's a struggle and he went after you and the gun goes off, you still went after you him. You started it. Right. So, again, the reason I brought that, I mean, we don't do crime stories for the. I uh, feel the bad crime, for him, but, but this, she could go for the rest of her life. They'll this make is a the death penalty case. Malice, murder, no, felony murder. They'll make a deal. I, she well, didn't obviously, that. but still, she's going to go to prison. But the family, if I was his family, I'd be pissed. I mean, even I if mean, he's a criminal for doing hit and run, I yeah. understand that. But do you get well? Killed again, for that? And she's a kid. I mean, she's I don't know twenty years. Oh. I mean, she's I don't I don't think it says she's her ballsy, age, but she's young for that. Uh, and that's dangerous for a woman to chase down a guy. You don't know what he, what kind yeah. of person he is. Yeah. Maybe he's escaping because he's a, a convict or I something. I know. It's just anyway. I, that's I, the police's job to go after right. him after that. I, I mentioned it just because it sounds like something that people who are trying to be law and order people and care about their you know might do. I and don't know so, if I take off after him because first of all, your car's damaged. Well, I don't she, know. Uh, you're well, a danger on the road now, too. Well, I, no, her car wasn't damaged until she chased him and then pulled him over, and that's when they got into it. That's when apparently he ran into her, or their cars collided, uh, and they got into a struggle. So, But again, you, if you chase him and you pull out a gun on an event, you better have a damn good reason for doing it. And, and know she, was, that, she was acting like she was a police person, yeah, and right. she, you're not. You don't get to do that. Uh, uh, anyway, just a word to the wise. Even Sophia <laughs> says, and we never agree, Sophia says, that's murder. That's <laughs> moida. Well, there you are. Uh, two more quick things. Uh, children, uh, t- uh, a village to raise a, f- a, a kid, my ass. It takes a family to raise a It takes a mother and father. Uh, two cases. Saturday night, Chick-fil-A, Vine City. A single shot from inside a vehicle and a 21-year-old guy named Connie Pierre Lewis uh, was dead. Uh, the next day, a 16-year-old kid, Gazunai, uh, goes to the police headquarters and said uh, he admitted, yeah, I was inside this car and I had a, a gun on me and I was negligently fire, uh, handling it and it went off accidentally and so he killed the guy. 16-year-old kid f- uh, fiddling with a gun? Yeah. Uh, did mommy and daddy know that? Uh, oh, mommy and daddy together. I wonder. Oh, uh, yeah. Did they? Uh, did they read stories to him when he was five years old to get him to be a, to love reading and education? Do they take him to the library? Do they know his teacher's name? Does he go to school? Sixteen-year-old kid with a gun fooling around with it and shot somebody accidentally. Well, guess where he's going to go? Well, probably juvie hall for two years and he gets out again. But again, sixteen-year-old with a gun fooling around in the car. One more thing. Uh, and again, here we go on uh, trying to do the right thing. Sprouts Farmer's Market, La Vista Road, about 5 p.m. the other day. Person got hit by a car. Cops showed up. They found a guy critically injured in the parking lot, took him to the hospital, but he died. The victim was a 31-year-old man, the manager at Hollywood Feed, a pet food store in that shopping center on La Vista Road. Okay, it's 5 o'clock in the afternoon. What happened was this uh, gentleman's name is Spencer Fowerstein or Fowerstein. I'm not sure. He was the man who was killed. 31 years old, manager of Hollywood Feed Pet Store. He saw a 16-year-old boy doing those racing, squealing donuts in the parking lot. 
So he went out to try to get the kid to stop doing it. Yeah. And the kid lost control, spinning around, and hit him with his car and killed him. That sounds like Toco Hills. That sounds like over there at La Vista. Sprouts Farmer's Market, uh, 4310 Hollywood. La Vista Road. It's a heavily Jewish uh, neighborhood, too, and his name is... Faustin, yeah, uh, so, very but, possible. Yeah. Uh, and the kid uh, lost control doing the donuts and showing off, and uh, they and he ran, hit and run. He took off. They found him wearing the same clothes, and he got the... Uh, his name was not released because he's 16. And again, the guy was saying, hey, you can't... And then, Bam. Doing donuts. So when you see those stories every weekend of the police cracking down and trying to take the, you know, stop the people from doing that, somebody just died. 31-year-old man, just a family member, just a guy trying to say, don't do donuts in the parking lot. Somebody could get, oh, bang, kill. Every night I hear going up and down. And and I don't understand why they don't have the police next to Pill Hill. Because they're racing these cars that literally shake the building when they go by. You cannot drive those cars by those that children's hospital. How can they allow that to happen? Johnson Ferry and whatever. I feel like standing there in a corner with a shotgun and blowing their tires out when they go by. I just I just feel so angry that they're heading right for that children's hospital. And that that car is so effing loud. Yeah. Well, that's the fun. That's what they're doing it for. And there used to be noise ordinances about there that. There still are. They, they, don't, they don't do anything <laughs> there anymore. Is no, there, there are signs, noise ordinance, and I, I, don't, I think it's 24 hours. It may just be 9 to and Your PM car could not be over. A, when we were young, yeah. your car could not be over a certain. You couldn't put glass packs in your yeah. mouth. You know, you couldn't do any of that stuff. And now yeah. it's like, it, it's the wild, wild west. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. I had glass packs in that in that 55 Ford in convertible Sunlighter that I had built that I thought it'd keep forever and got screwed by two different builders and cost me $120,000. By the way, the back of your car, I was behind you the other day. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. You were behind that school bus and I kept beeping. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what the hell happened, you bastard. Everybody <laughs> going, it was him. I didn't do it. <laughs> Did a wane on you hey, there. bastard. I'm sitting there looking. I've got nothing else to do, so I'm staring at the back of your car, and your back of your car looks like Darth Vader. It's a mean looking. We're going to go look at it yeah. afterwards. It's the helmet of yeah, Darth Vader. Kind the back of, yeah. of it. I think they did it on purpose. Yeah, I think they did too. <laughs> Speaking of weird things out in the parking lot. Yes. So I'm sitting there last night. Yeah. And I hear some, I hear people talking in the parking lot all the time. It's no big deal. You yeah. know, I'm not going to be the guy looking out my window. What the, what are the kids doing out there? But yeah. I kept hearing this, hearing this, hearing this. And I, I finally looked out. Everybody's gone. This is about midnight. Yeah. Everybody's gone. Everything's closed. Yeah. And there's two cars Quiet. in the parking lot. And these two guys are yelling at each other across the parking lot. Like, oh, well, this could be interesting. It could be a rumble. So, of course, I'm going to watch this show. Yeah. It's midnight, uh, we're saying? It's about midnight. Also, he pops his trunk. And he starts pulling things out and putting them on his fists. And he throws a couple to his friend who put, they have these oversized white boxing gloves. And they proceed for 30 minutes to dance around and knock the crap out of each other under the spotlight. Like Outside it's your place where the restaurants are? In the parking are, lot. The parking just, lot? just wailing on each other. And I, I took film and put it on social media going, well, it's Boxing Night in Sandy Springs. Everybody so brought this you by Miller like Lite. something they do? They show I, I've never the, seen it before. Oh, and they went, and, uh, Why would they meet there? I mean, well, I, it was under a light, like they're in a boxing ring, like the old gyms and stuff. And it was actually kind of cool to watch. Neither of them could box. <laughs> they were, it was like two drunks yeah, going at it. Slap fighting. But every once in a while, one would connect. Fights. And you could see them like dazed 
<laughs> you know, I, I don't see, have, you know, if you've ever been hit in the face. Well, it hurts. You know, it's <laughs> the reason that I never wanted to get into boxing. And I did as a kid, you know, I had a friend of mine who, who said, hey, you want to do some, I went over to, he, he, well, I'll tell you, he, was, he lived on a, far, on a farm. Um, and uh, and, he, and his father let him drive a Jeep. And he, this is like, we were like 13 or 14 years old. And I went over to his house for, uh, you know, a, a boys play day to play, you know, because he's got a farmer, he's got land, rain, and we play in the woods and stuff. And he would, he would drive a tractor in, you know, I'm sitting there in the back of the tractor. He's driving it with the age of 13 or 14. They had a Jeep. He was driving a Jeep around the property. He was a cool guy to play with. And he said, hey, you want to do some boxing? I got these boxes. I said, sure. First time I got hit in the face, I said, wait a minute. I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> wait a minute. You hit me in the face, you bastard. <laughs> this isn't fun. <laughs> my dad had God. the brilliant idea to toughen us up, me and my brother when we were kids, to take ball boxing gloves. Yeah. Right. And put it on. So we go in the basement, and he'd sit there on the chimney, and he'd sit there. Okay, okay, you know this is what you do. You hold your things up like that, and it would it was fun for a little bit because I was still bigger than my brother, yeah. not anymore. Yeah. But I was still at the age. But every once in a while, he would connect, and I my it felt like your brain dislodged yeah, for a second. It does. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to be doing this for much yeah, longer. That's like the accountant. Where the father forced the two kids to fight each other to learn how to fight. Yeah. Oh, my God. By the way, I love that movie. That's a great That's movie. That's a great movie. Um, anyway, so, well, the Sandy Springs Boxing Night. Well, like a Tuesday night of boxing. Tuesday night boxing. <laughs> <laughs> um, holy crap, it's sports uh, coming up later. Uh, I think you already mentioned that. I do have a, a quick thing here. Oh, um, I thought this was interesting. There's a story this morning about how the Miami Dolphins football team um, have taken advantage of the way that their Hard Rock Stadium is faced. The Miami Dolphins sideline is in the shade, and the opposing sideline is in direct sunlight really? during the daytime. What a shock. And the difference is 30 degrees. Yeah. At one point, the temperature for the Miami Dolphins sideline is 82. The visitors was 102 degrees, and the yeah. Dolphins took home the victory. Uh, and they're saying that what they deliberately, the yes. architect design was deliberate. Yes. Uh, of course, when they renovated it, uh, to put the sun directly on the, the opponent's sideline. Isn't this where they, uh, the uh, opposing teams bring in coolers and yeah. uh, fans? It's called home field advantage. Yeah. You want to tell you about that? Guess who else did that? Who was in the 1920s? Who used to the end of the tunnel so the wind would blow the That was the Metrodome, way. and the Twins would do that. Is that what it, yeah, well, that's right. That's the, right. The University of Texas did that in the 1920s and 30s, yeah. where Texas would be in the shade. And this is how stupid it was. Notre Dame came there once. And the Texas coach, I think his name was Dana X Bible, felt so sorry for the Notre Dame boys. He said, you guys can come over here and stand next to us on our side. And Notre Dame beat them. They've <laughs> never the done that since. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but it was somebody who used to open up the, vet, the tunnel. Uh, and, and a football, so they're trying to kick an extra point was, you know, winning 40 miles an hour against your side. For, I, I it's might called have been home college. field advantage. Yeah, that's what it is. Uh, one more thing about sports, and again, holy crap, it's sports, the best uh, sports cast and podcast. Um, the wife, who's the famous quarterback uh, from Georgia, was in uh, Detroit and now is in Matthew one, Stafford. Matthew Stafford, his wife along with uh, several other people, have come out and saying, you've got to get rid of artificial turf stadiums. More and more, another player just Aaron got Aaron Rodgers hurt. said it. Aaron yeah. Rodgers also came out with it. But even uh, his Matthew Stafford's wife said, you people have to stop this now. I mean, uh, more and more injury. And we all know it's true. It. It's a concussion. Even the new, the, I remember the old thing, going to Three Rivers in Pittsburgh. Oh, man, uh, the uh, bouncing. The, oh, it, it, there was There was no padding underneath. It was concrete. 
and they put the turf over it. Yeah. There was no padding. Yeah, that's, that's just, they were literally landing on concrete yeah, every time. Yeah. There, there's a whole bunch of, of different kinds it's of artificial It's not much better turf. now. Yeah. Uh, but again, even the, even the uh, stadiums that are open air, that can grow grass. Now, Arizona has that thing where they actually wheel out the field, let it yeah. take Which sun. Which they do a lot with soccer now. Like, if you look at a lot of the stadiums over in Europe and stuff like that, they do that where they either bring it out or they have stuff yeah. that's very, very soft. Yeah. They yeah. need to go to that because we got, you know, a lot of stadiums. Well, get hurt. That wide receiver. Somebody just got uh, tore up a knee or something. One of their famous played, JoJo somebody. There was one uh, in high school. There was this one school we played soccer against, Brandon Hall. And they had turf, and every time we played, everybody dreaded it because it just oh, turf toe, stuff. your knees yeah. would, I mean, just it, it, it You, you had to put stuff on your elbows because yeah. you take skin off when yeah. you fall. Anyway, there's your And that's just one session. game doing a whole season like that? Yeah, I couldn't I even imagine. Complaining about turf brought you by Atlanta <laughs> Custom Closets. There's no turf in a closet. No, no. Go to closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. That's 404-255-0589 for Atlanta Custom Closets. I tell you what, if you have a girlfriend or a wife, and they love closets. This is a great Christmas gift. It's it have their closets uh, fixed up for them. It absolutely is. In fact, if you, uh, um, I used to, I used to one little things I used to do when I that I thought was romantic, and of course it'll be it's not sexual, is it? No, it but turned out again to is to is to leave little notes for the woman you love in her in her. Uh, dresser drawer or uh, in the kitchen near the coffee yeah. maker or in the bathroom by her sink or whatever. Romantic. Just little, little little love notes or the little thing. Uh, if, if, it's, if it's her birthday or like for Christmas, leave yeah. little notes about something, a surprise or whatever. And one of them could be a, uh, a gift certificate to Atlanta Custom Closets and it put it right be. there in her when she goes in to get her shoes in, in the stocking. morning or something. Put it in a, uh, in a shoe thing or in a stocking thing. Yeah, whatever. Or panty drawer. Do you do... So we didn't, when we were ki- young, we... Our parents didn't do the stocking thing. We hung stocking, but we didn't put anything in them. Oh, we always did. We never did. How about you, Flounder? Yeah, you? my mom would put the most random oh, shit in oh, our stockings. We, we, always, like, we always had the exact same <laughs> thing. i get like toothpaste, floss, <laughs> and then... Uh, suntan lotion it, it was literally stuff she would get at target just to fill the stockings <laughs> yeah. but she would always give us uh peppermint patties she's like you love those don't she's like no i want yeah. fucking snickers or reese's <laughs> oh, I <laughs> york peppermint but I, i'd still always eat them but she would always get us york peppermint patties yeah, i like those too but she would always cold. have I our stockings stuffed colder yeah. same with yeah. junior mints oh we always had oh, junior mints we oh. always had and junior mints too of course them. you don't drop it in the guy's surgery no, when you're no, you with uh, seinfeld um but we, we always you know, had stockings, and every single time with the last thing in it when you could tell uh, because of the size of it was an orange for some reason my father would put an orange <laughs> in the bottom of every the first thing went in there to the bottom was an orange, and then he'd fill it up with all kinds of stuff. But they were always, yeah. Well, and, and in fact, he would, I remember uh, this back when we were kids, of course, and we would always wake up in the morning, and my brother and I were on the second story of our little ranch house, and so we'd, we'd always wake up on Christmas morning before anybody else in the neighborhood. We were the first lights on, and we'd be three or four o'clock in the morning, and our stockings would be pinned to the foot of our bed that Santa actually would deliver them. So our parents were hoping that when we woke up, we'd spend some time with the stocking so he wouldn't... No, I didn't. <laughs> so we'd do that in 30 seconds and then start jumping up and down to wake up the whole family. But again, it was, you know, stockings were a tradition, but they, they would hang them just for the look of it, I, I'm Yeah, we, we've hang, I, yeah. Still, I still put some up. You know, I got one that a friend of mine made for me in San Diego that she yeah. called me Skeeter. Yeah. And I still hang that up. But your dad grew up in New England. Yeah. The Northeast. Yeah. I think we forget that that generation, 
an orange was a treat. Yeah, that's true. In the middle of winter. Uh, that's true also. To yeah. get to get a, some, a fruit, a fresh yeah. fruit in the middle of winter. Because yeah. here in the south, okay, we, you were yeah. next to Florida. We can get that's you know, right. fruit he, a lot. But up in the northeast, that must have well, been. Well, he was born in 1918. He yeah. was a World War II vet, uh, uh, greatest generation. So, yeah, uh, I, I think that makes sense. And everybody, yeah. you, you see all those movies and TV shows, everybody who went down to Florida vacation always Came brought back, back a bag of oranges. That's right. Fresh oranges or tangerines For their friends, or yeah, yeah. a grapefruit with my brother because he he would spend the summers or I mean, the winters in Florida. The golf my golf pro brother would spend the winter because he was a golf pro in New England, and then you go south and be a golf pro down there. And every every time he came back, he'd bring us the oranges and the grapefruits and stuff too in the bag. So kind of a thing. Um, let's see, let's see. Oh, did you were you going to talk about gangs or did you already do that? Yeah, no, I talked about gangs. First of all, there's a guy named Arnell Hill. He's kind of a he's a religious rabble rouser. He, he's a black supremacist and everything like that. But every once in a while, he makes a good point. And he made a good point about the Black Panther movie, which I kind of suppressed. I had thought, I didn't think much of it at the time, but now, now I'm thinking of it again. Really? He goes, this is not the movie we needed right now as black people. Basically, the whole thing is all about women. And the Black Panther, from the, when I was a kid in the 1960s, he was like the black Captain America. He was a strong male figure. And now they have replaced him. I, this is this. If you haven't seen the movie, you might want to turn away for a little bit. Yeah. They replaced him with a woman, and I said they can't do that, and that's what they've done. Well, they've set it up in the future that possibly it could go back to being a guy, but that's not. But it basically, yeah. it's all women, all strong women. The men are all secondary, and this was very. It was an equal society. The first movie. Now it's it's all women running everything. The powerful people are all women. The heroes are all women. Yeah. Basically, the men are all secondary. And they set up. And here is his point. They showed that a single mother raising the family is the is the perfect family. Not just here in oh America, but in Wakanda. The world. And view. I go, wow. That's a black man noticing that yeah. that they've set up that it's it's perfectly okay for the mother to raise the kids by herself with yeah. no no daddy around. Who needs a man? And, like a and, fish you know, needs a bicycle. Now, see, that's where I agree with them. Now, here's why I don't agree with them. Arnell Hill got in a fight with Jason Whitlock. You know Jason Whitlock. Yeah, J he's a, a black guy, columnist. Uh, he, wasn't he in sports? Originally? He's you know, on he's Fox a, He's now. a very well-known uh, contributor on Fox and, uh, Fox and a very uh, esoteric, uh, literate. He's, I, I, I like he his. doesn't. He's not on the plantation, let's put it that right. way. Right, and he is very religious. He's very uh, spiritual. He mentions uh, uh, things about, you know, working for God and so forth. So he's, he's an old-fashioned uh, conservative Christian. So Arnell got in a fight with him. Arnell said more than 4,440 racial terror lynchings in the U.S. between 1877 and 1950. Talk about that. Ancestors of those killers still around today. Accountability. What, what? do you want? What Go you, after him. You want to round it up? You Get want his the, grandkid? Is that what you're you saying? want the grandkids and great grandkids to be yeah. rounded up? What Strap do you want? Them up what are you doing to it? So Jason Woodlock said, Crips, Bloods, vice lords, and gangster disciples got more bodies on them in the last two years. We don't have to hunt for ancestors. Many of the killers are walking the streets today, but you keep worrying about a time you did not live in. Oh my God! See, I love the guy. I mean, that 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 see that to me is the common sense approach that Trump needs to take if he's going to be successful, and that more I think more and more 
uh, uh, Hispanics and uh, Spanish American voters and so forth are taking that. Same oh, Hispanics attitude. and Asians are looking at what the media, what the pop culture of this country in, is trying to do to their families yeah. is to try and destroy them like they destroyed the black nuclear family. Yeah. They're they're destroying because they rely on the government, uh, the white nuclear family, and now Victim, they're going victimhood. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that you don't need daddy around. The right. government will take care of you. Yeah, and uh, yeah. hopefully they're going to reject that. It's time for Ask the Kimmer. Uh oh. All Ask right. the Kimmer. I'm a little nervous about it. I didn't know if this All was right. a uh, Kimmer. Yeah. Or one of our listeners asked, yeah. what part of the body always loses? What part of the body, part always, of the body loses? always loses? Flounder can be asked flounder as well. Uh, your ass? I was going to say, I, I have no acetal. The, uh, the uh, medical emergency have no You're acetal. You're both wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> All right. And the answer the is? The part of the body that always loses is? Defeat. Def- oh, oh, God. Jesus. Dear Lord. So you got to call this Ask the Kimmer section. <laughs> yes, I do. I gotta, I'm going to drag you down with me. Oh, I hope you have another one. And I pulled a flounder in here as well to do this. Okay, here, we'll end with this one. All right. Uh, maybe. Yes. Uh, somebody tweeted out. There's actually, this happened. Somewhere, it's a small town in California, California where a bear wandered into City Hall. And there's a photo of the bear standing outside. Said, yeah. Should I go in? Should I not? And someone was complaining about this. And another dragon said, you cannot put a bear on your state flag <laughs> and then act surprised when it shows up for the town hall meeting. <laughs> and that looks just like the state flag bear. It too. does, too. It's exactly the I same have a pose and everything. California Republic. <laughs> I have funny. one of those flags. Yeah. It is a great flag. <laughs> oh, and here's a, here's a really sad thing. I really shouldn't. We really shouldn't make fun of this, but here's, here's your story of the day. A man was killed when he fell into a vat of molten iron oh at the job site. God. He was moving a sample of iron from a furnace. He fell into the melting pot that was heated to more than 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. The 39-year-old was immediately incinerated, according yeah. to the company. Yeah. Well, it was in Mapleton, Illinois. I forget what. It was Caterpillar that makes the big oh, Caterpillar Caterpillar things. Tractor Company. So yeah. OSHA was, was sent in to investigate. they were. Uh, they said uh, that the whole place was lacking legally required guardrails and restraint systems. So there's no Jeez. guardrails. He fell into it. All right. Uh, they routinely expose their employees to unprotected fall hazards. They're around four feet high, deep ceramic containers of superheated molten iron. The man had been at work for nine days. Oh, my God. Nine, and you talk, you fall in there. It's like, did you ever see the end of the Lord of the Rings oh. when he fell into the lava and everything just goes whoosh? Well, remember Game of Thrones when uh, Indiana the, Jones? The, the brother of the, of the little dragon girl wanted to be yeah. made king. So he says, I'll make you king. Here's your gold. Yeah. And poured melted gold over him to kill him. So guess what OSHA did about this? What did they do? They find Caterpillar... $145,000. Oh, no. They'll never be able to survive that. <laughs> Hold on. Oh, wow. Wait a minute. What about the family? Oh, they're going to... Oh, believe what I'm saying. That's yeah. going to be a civil lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. They'll get a little something extra there. Uh, I'm fairly sure. <laughs> they're going to be rolling. I'm buying their own caterpillar after uh, that. All right. Here, okay, finally. Libs of TikTok exposed. It's a young black girl. Dreadlocks and everything. And not unattractive yeah. at all. All right. She's mad about this whole abortion thing oh, and all this boy. stuff. She all goes... I'm threatening. If abortion is banned, I will not have sex anymore. You will have to be my husband to have sex with me. 
Oh, I can't believe Twitch she's cutting off all those other guys. So which Katie said, <laughs> who wants to tell her? And it seems like pro-choicers are now reinventing marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being a slut because you might have to get an abortion. Got to put a ring oh on it. Oh, my God. All right, is it time for Bad Text <laughs> no, Theater? No, I've still got my... Well, I, I did a couple not, of things sorry, here. I'm, 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 I'm we got birthdays in history, so we got another half hour. Oh, my no, God. no, I try to, I got, I'll try to Can be Can you quicker. make me a sandwich? Let's go make a all sandwich. Right, all right, we need to have a meeting, and if you want me to stop doing this. No, no, you should do it, but the I'll try to people that at least I've heard of. Well, you know? but again, and again, I don't, uh, when I look up lists, they have almost every member of every rock band, and I never mention any of those unless I know, you know, some. Yeah, that's, that's right. I clearly, okay. So uh, based on, like, how many decades are in a sheet, do, like, well, one I or go two famous names. For example, Lisa Bonet. I wanted to have sex with Lisa Bonet oh, many she, years ago. Oh, that movie, so Angel Heart? About, uh, her and Mickey Rourke she, yeah. are doing it. Uh, uh, Lisa Bonet is 55. You know, her first TV show uh, was in St. Elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, in 1987, on Lisa Bonet's birthday, she was 20 years old. She married Lenny Kravitz on her birthday. Zoe Kravitz is the result. Yeah. Their marriage lasted six years, and now Lisa's married to Aquaman, no. Game Throne star Jason Momoa, no. who did the thing. Was she not married they, anymore? They broke up a oh, while they back. did? Oh, yeah. oh, that's too bad. Um, let's see other birthdays. Dwight Gooden is 58, the former... Um, a famous Mets pitcher. Is he in the Hall of Fame or did a no, cocaine No, never do will be. No. Uh, Oksana Bayul, a little honey uh, figure <laughs> I knew, skater. I knew you'd find yeah, she, I, I used to have the little hots for that little teeny little. Uh, Wasn't she the drunk in Connecticut? She, she was a drunk driver and all yeah. kinds of shit, apparently. Uh, 45 years old, Oksana is. Um, oh, uh, speaking of sports, uh, XBA NBA star Amari Stoudemire is 40 today. Marge, or Marg, Marge Helgenberger. The uh, redhead, uh, famous uh, actress, 64. China Beach, wasn't it? China Beach, among other things. Joe Isuzu, David Leisure, the guy, (laughs) 72 years old. Funny guy. What was the the line he did with Isuzu? You have my word on it. That's what it was. You have my word on it. I'm Joe Isuzu. And you have my word on it. Joanna Pettit. She was a, a skinny little hot blonde in a lot of those 70s uh, movies. Uh, uh, Joanna Pettit is 80. Clue Gulliger, remember him? Oh, they did a lot of Western uh, TV oh. shows and movies. Clue Gulliger was in Ronald Reagan's last film, The Killers, with Lee Marvin. Yeah, that's right. Great film. Great film. Uh, Clue Gulliger is 94. Wow. Wow. And he, I put him in because he's because you remember the name of Clue Every Gulliger. 50s and 60s Western, Gunsmoke, Bonanza, yeah. all of them he was in there. Yeah. Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal or G- Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal or whatever. Is she uh, uh, the sister to the other guy? She's a, she was the one that was in that movie with James Spader where, where he was the secretary right. some, where he spanked her the whole time. Right, yeah. Uh, Maggie is 45 today. Martha Plimpton. Her father is Keith Carradine. She's the uh, blind actress in a lot of those, oh. like, uh, the, uh, Parent Time or something, or Parenthood. Uh, she's 52, Martha Plimpton. Also, one more, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson is 29 today, and he, did you see the thing uh, coming down in social media revealing his secret to marry, to uh, dating all those hot babes? He's got a, the he's got a new nine. one. The, the Here's a, there's a whole big social media last few days. He's now dating Emily Ratajkowski, yeah. who I Ratajkowski. used to think was hot. I don't anymore. Yeah, she got big feet. And all the women are saying, okay, girls, if you're still in line to date Pete Davidson, <laughs> hang in there. Your time is coming. <laughs> It'll be, he'll get to you. <laughs> the number nine, my friends. Uh, on this day nine. in history, a couple things. He yeah. must have, poor Ariana. Uh, that little she was teeny. 
Gosh, she's one of the sexiest, prettiest girls I ever saw in soap showbiz singing too. I lose. Oh, Remember Bill Clinton checking her out at uh, oh, was yeah. it Aretha's Aretha's <laughs> yeah. funeral? Oh boy. 1915, on this day, Coca-Cola got a patent for its contorted Coke bottle. It's contoured Coke bottle, and it hit the shelves the next year, the uh, famous uh, girly-shaped Coke yeah. bottle. 1932, for the first time in the Peanuts comic strip. 1952, I'm sorry. First time, Peanuts, we see Lucy holding the ball for Charlie Brown to kick, or try to kick, <laughs> and she pulls it away. I have a signed document. Every year, she does <laughs> the same thing. She, it's a yeah, signed document. To the, it must be uh, true. Yeah. Uh, 1957, <laughs> number 32, Jim Brown sets an NFL season rushing record, 1,163 yards after only eight games. Great. Setting the record in 57, since been broken. Um, and again, I went to junior high with Bobby Bell, who's uh, a kid named Bobby Bell, whose father was the backfield coach at Syracuse University, where Jimmy Brown, number 44, used to play running back. See, this may be the three and steps from celebrity why, that he's been talking and about. And why I put the video today on Facebook showing the scorecard of me playing golf with Jimmy Brown and Lawrence Taylor. And by the way, I shot 78 sure that day at, sure at the Blue did. Monster on the day before the Super Bowl when we went down to do the Super Bowl for when the Falcons sure, were in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I have a signed autograph of Jim Brown and Lawrence Taylor. You have a signed document. I have a signed document. I put the video <laughs> on and the scorecard right. on, and I won six bucks from, from Lawrence Taylor. It came out of his pocket. I put it the exact same way it was folded out of his pocket, and I put on the shadow box, and I'll guarantee you it's got cocaine on it. I'll guarantee it. In fact, one day for fun, I should have it Allegedly. tested. Oh. <laughs> What's the point now? Uh, 1966. Am I having trouble for the for the? Here we go. 1966. Doctor Sam Shepard was found innocent for the second time on a charge of murdering his pregnant wife Marilyn 12 years earlier, 1958 or 54. Uh, it inspired the Harrison Ford movie and the 1963 TV series The Fugitive. A, a Jim Brown tie-in. It was in Cleveland. Was it Shaker oh, Heights? Uh, I think it was Shaker Otto, Heights. Otto Graham, the great Cleveland quarterback, was his neighbor and friend and was part That's of the right. trial. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. I'd forgotten Otto Graham. Uh, one of the great oh, uh, well, unsung oh, quarterbacks yeah. of all time. Yeah. 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 And back when quarterback was a whole different thing than we're doing now. I mean, yeah. Otto Graham, you should Google him if you don't know him. Uh, 2000, Democrat hero and uh, lecturer, uh, uh, lecturer Bill Clinton became the first sitting president to visit Vietnam because it was safe by then. <laughs> uh, you'll recall how Bill Clinton got an army big shot to get him out of the draft. And as soon as he got out of the draft and got his exemption, uh, Bill Clinton was interviewed and said, uh, talked about how much he loathed the military, loathed. I remember the phrase, loathe the military. Uh, that was 2000. Same day, 2017, Democrat hero Al Franken, senator from Minnesota, became the first member of Congress to be caught up in the bad behavior movement after a Los Angeles anchor chick said that Al Franken forcibly kissed her and groped her girly parts during a USO tour in 2006. Eventually, Franken had to resign. Uh, 1988, Robin Givens sues Mike Tyson for $150 million for libel. Tyson was quoted in a news story as saying Robin Givens was trying to steal all his money. You remember they got married. Uh, at the time of their very nasty and public split, Tyson fans called her a gold digger. She was labeled the most hated woman in America. Uh, she later withdrew her lawsuit when he forked over $10 bucks to call it a day. 
and the divorce was final. Anyway, some of the things happening in our world today. Calling it a day. It's time for Bad Texting. Bad Texting Theater. And so one right after the one we did yesterday, yep. ago, I guess. Right, it's so another woman yelling at a guy. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, Bob, one more thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to mention before. Uh, talking about the uh, the times where men are now being told they're secondary and you don't need a man to so-and-so. Saw a commercial last night for a, 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 a man. Uh, um, uh, Bill and his wife depend on their car for their, uh, their business. And so when they had a problem, they pulled into so-and-so to get it fixed. And the woman was saying, well, uh, how much is this going to be? How much? Uh, you know, she was forking over the money she's going to take care of yeah. the, the guys in the background like you don't you know uh, and the woman's you know paying the bills for the car oh, yeah. i mean play, i mean wow and if you ever notice in the commercials now where there actually is a man there yeah. he's always in the passenger right. seat yeah i could t- in my entire life my dad sat in the passenger seat once yeah that was a long trip and he was fu- feeling sleepy he pulled over and said you drive for a while and let my mother drive while yeah. he took a nap that's it yeah right Again, uh, it's, it's you know she's paying the bills. She's talking to the mechanic yeah. about. Oh. <laughs> okay, this whole fine. culture is set Good, up to fine. screw us. Yeah, basically, I, I hate American pop culture. I hate the whole bit of it. But anyway, it's uh, growing. It, yeah, it's all sitting there right yeah. in the passenger seat like a cuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know the funny thing I'll is, watch. every once in a while, <laughs> I like to sit in the passenger seat because I like to look around. Because yeah. you as a driver, you don't get to everybody else is sightseeing. No, everybody I don't else, want you're driving up in the mountains and they can look out over the valleys and you're like fuck i gotta watch the road i I hate not driving i don't want to be in a car if i'm not driving every once in a while i want to see but not for about 15 minutes and it's like okay pull over i don't want ever be in the back seat of a car oh not in the back oh hell no i'm not in the back seat i'm shotgun if anything it's gotta get out of here (laughs) okay it's a it's a woman yelling at her guy and uh which one are you gonna be you want the punchline or how unusual i don't care and i'll be the guy I right, right. there. You haven't listened to a single word I've said, have you? That's a really weird way to start a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Took you a minute. <laughs> it's, like, it's like I think we talked about the me where the husband and wife are sitting together, and the husband, or the husband, finally is complaining. The wife's next to him, and he says. Every single day for 27 years, you've been telling me all the things I've done wrong. And she says, 28. (laughs) 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 So there you are. Uh, Anyway, uh, uh, final thoughts, boys? Yeah, Mark says that when he was young, he got oranges, figs, and dates. Figs and dates? At Christmas. That was a treat. That was a (laughs) real treat. We always got the orange in the bottom of the stock. Figs and dates are for... I think I still have my stocking from 1952 or something. Oh, I still got all my old stockings. It's funny that Pete just had said the word cuck because... An article just came up on Twitter that says cuckolding can be positive for some couples, studies say. Yeah, Yeah, for the women. Yeah, for the chicks. (laughs) Although some guys get off on that. Oh, I can't even. I don't even want to think about that. Guys, talk about convicted for murder. Well, uh, uh, boys, have a great one. And uh, I got a couple of of, uh, kitty cat videos I'm going to put on Facebook shortly and also some horsey stuff. And... um, Everything okay? Are we all good? Set to go. Thank you again for Venmo and uh, PayPal, PayPal and PayPal Patreon. is really helpful. PayPal just and you can do Bing once and Bing Wang and there you are. Uh, God bless America. Thank you, Jennifer. If you're watching, I love you, sweetie. Uh, and Ura, uh, I gotta go. You're killing me. Like I'll hear from her and hoop. Good night, Gracie. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 